and I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space on such a timeless flight. Personality Radio, thirteen ten WICH Norwich and ninety four point five W two three three DB Norwich. Metropolitan Fire District. As the fire is ballooning out of control, we're going to start seeing significant lightning strikes, different weather patterns, different wind shifts. They're turning up ACs across the border. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. The heat that has been plaguing the northwest states is moving into the central portion of the nation now and is going to be spreading eastward through the course of this week. And yet another heat wave is expected for many areas east of the Mississippi. A first in Ukraine since the war began. A shipment of grain left the country today. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. This is a Sierra Leone-flagged cargo ship with 26,000 tons of corn. It left Odessa for Lebanon. It will stop first in Turkey for inspection before making its way onward. Other ships are expected to depart through safe corridors soon. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is benched after settling two dozen lawsuits alleging sexual harassment and assault during massage appointments. Reporter Greg Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games and there will be no fine. That's the ruling by former federal judge Sue Robinson. If the NFL appeals this decision, it goes to the commissioner, Roger Goodell. There is a new claim of discrimination against a child, this time by a pizza chain mascot. WCBS-TV's Jessica Moore. A video is circulating on Twitter by a mom who says her daughter was racially discriminated against at a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. Someone dressed as the Chuck E. Cheese mascot was seen giving kids high fives. The woman claims the white kids were acknowledged while her daughter, who was black, was ignored. A family in Baltimore is suing Sesame Place in Pennsylvania over alleged racial discrimination by a life-sized Rosita Muppet. The Dow is down 50 points. S&P off six. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Dick Morris says Donald Trump is running again. It's all in his new bestseller, The Return. Find out Trump's secret plan for 2024 and his coming big surprise. The Return says Trump faces three big threats, including Hillary Clinton. Still, Dick Morris says Trump can win. Newsmax says The Return is the book of the year. An Amazon number one bestseller. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Go to thereturn911.com. That's thereturn911.com. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. 800-711-6818. 
Hard times have produced sad results at animal shelters. Data from Best Friends Animal Society show 355,000 cats and dogs were killed in U.S. shelters in 2021, the first increase in five years. Inflation-induced financial hardship is now forcing some owners to surrender their pets. We had to make a decision about, like, you know, we need a roof for the baby and us. Organizations like the ASPCA are offering assistance to owners in need, ranging from food to veterinary care to help keep pets in their forever homes. Michael George, CBS News, New York. The voice of a Disney villainess has gone silent. It's what I live for, to help unfortunate merfolk like yourselves. Pat Carroll, who brought us Ursula in The Little Mermaid, has died. She was 95 years old. This one longing to be thinner, that one... Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hi everybody, happy August. Let's have a nice month together. Stu Breyer with you, back from vacation and we'll start things off with an open forum. Then I'm going to have a guest at 1 o'clock I think you'll find a very interesting about incarceration and rehabilitating people. So that's going to be uh, coming up on our program. In the meantime, 889-5252 is the number before I uh, do anything else today. I did shave. Got a haircut. So I get all the things. I, uh, I wanted to tell you that um, there's a product now that they're asking you to avoid, and that's the uh, Banana Boat Tanning product, the banana boat tanning product. They felt that there is ingredients in there that is not good for your health. So that's the latest health news, and I didn't want to forget to tell you. I assume they may have been taken off the market, but there's a possibility some of them have not. So it's the uh, banana boat skin cream. There's some ingredients in there, and... uh, Shouldn't be using it. There's all kinds of other products you can use. So just think of banana boat and uh, the boat is sinking. So uh, forget about that. All right. uh, Let me roll up my sleeves. Oh, I have short sleeves. Let me roll up my uh, newspaper. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi. I want to welcome you back to your own show, Stu. Thank you very much. I'm fitting in for myself. (laughs) <laughs> Just don't sit on yourself. <laughs> Get over you yourself. I, I uh, had been away from the radio for a few days, tuned in, and you weren't there. Were you on vacation? or? Uh... Yes, I was. I took a summer week vacation. I don't do that very often, but I did this year. It was nice. My sister and... came down and visited. It was a good time. Oh, good, good. Okay, so you didn't go to uh, Lapland or Nova Scotia or no, anything no, to no. cool off. You. You entertained family. It was entertaining family, and uh, yeah, I don't care if I don't travel, really. You're always entertaining, but that's that's another show. Yes, sir. Speaking of another show, mm-hmm. what happened at 10.05? What happened? Or 10.03 or whatever. What happened at 10.03? Uh, you mean you didn't hear Marty? That's right. Yeah, Marty is on vacation for a few days. Oh, okay. I'll be back on Thursday. I know this is that time of year everybody's... I thought, 
good word. You know, there's no news. What did they do? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we uh, we did have a little fill up this uh, fill in this morning with Jimmy, but there was uh, nothing in it for ten today. See, I tell okay, you, well, folks. that's the way it goes. I tell yeah. you, folks, everything. I, what can I tell the, you? The listeners were so anxious to hear you, Stu, at ten o two. My goodness, I yeah. thought Stu was yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good to hear you. So, um, a lot of weird and disturbing news stories this morning, but uh, I don't know if you can help me understand what is going on with China and Nancy Pelosi and all that. I I have trouble making well, China feels, sense out of it. <laughs> China feels, well, because they lost Taiwan many years ago, that Taiwan is their baby. Mm-hmm, In fact, right. um we are surprised, our country surprised, that they haven't tried to take it over again. I'm aware and, uh, of that, yeah. The fact of the matter is that Nancy Pelosi is there, and they don't like it because she's high on the dignitary list. Yeah, she's that, number three in our government, and that mm-hmm. ticks them off. And they yeah. feel that she's there to strengthen them against China. Of course, now that the board has leaked out, China... Uh, is threatening all kinds of things oh, as she yeah. goes there. Yeah, I was reading some of that. One of their, I think it was one of their newspapers over there. It was some newspaper somewhere said that uh, uh, they might even consider shooting down her plane, which would be uh, a big mistake. But I was trying to figure out because it is a very convoluted thing, and in my mind, it's always been. And I, I guess I'm not as educated on that part of history as I should be, but. It seems to me it's always been a rather nebulous thing. Is Taiwan independent or not? And when that agreement was made, was that post-World War II? I don't remember. I don't remember um, either, but... Um, but it seems it like after. it was not really buttoned up. It was uh, kick the can down the road and everybody will play nice and, you know, we'll just kind of leave it alone. But now everybody's pushing the envelope, both sides. Well, now that Russia has invaded Ukraine, and um, obviously, please don't get mad at me, folks. We have a very weak administration, and they feel mm-hmm. they feel they can bully our administration. And yeah. people are anticipating that eventually China is chomping at the bit to take over Taiwan, which is a wonderful little country that's independent uh, like we are. They, You know, mm-hmm. they're not communists they just want to live their lives like most people would like to around the world and they have some products that are very uh, important to us like the chips probably know about the chips the chips what chips i don't mean chip, chips i don't mean chips and dip these are the things that uh, help mechanically oh those make, chips yeah you know, i'm chips. sorry and apparently uh, i need more coffee i got up at 6 30 no, this morning no, but i guess i need more coffee <clears throat> So we have every right to go there. And now if we don't go there, we're going to look like we're weaker and weaker and weaker. Once again, it was something that was leaked. It shouldn't have been that Nancy Pelosi was going there, but obviously you can't keep any secrets anymore. No, you can't. Um, Again, you know me, I try to look at all sides of it, and I don't want us to appear weak. That's not my Mm -hmm. motive. And I know that the president was urged by uh, or told by President Xi of China not to support her trip, and he hasn't. He He has not come out and supported Nancy Pelosi's trip. But I do have to ask myself, what does she hope to accomplish? 
And if it's to strengthen American ties with Taiwan, why is she doing it now? Why didn't she do it five years ago, eight years ago? I suppose she could have done it. I guess where I'm coming from is, you know, I get that we don't get along with China, and I share the view of most folks that not the Chinese people, but the Chinese government, they're, they're equivalent to somebody who's high on PCP. They're out of control. Um, I get that. But we do have to get along in the world, and couldn't this have been done differently? Now, I don't know. As I, as I mm-hmm. said at the beginning of the conversation, there's a lot about this I haven't read up on. So, so I'm not last, pretending to be educated on it. But The last time, uh, Kevin, that um, once again, number three was Newt Gingrich. He went over yeah, there. 20, 1997, yeah, 1997. Yeah, he went over there 25 years ago. Yeah. And um, they were not comfortable with it then, China, but then he said that he would go over to China, Newt Gingrich, and speak there, and that kind of calmed them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm wondering, if there's a way that she could have calmed them down a bit. Isn't this a little bit of in-your-face-ism? Uh, I, I don't think Nancy Pelosi is someone who has good judgment. I don't think our president has good judgment. Mm-hmm. But I just was trying to learn a little bit about it, because maybe my... Maybe what I'm saying is all washed up. It just seems like the the kids have decided to cause a ruckus on the playground, and I'm hoping it's not going to be a big ruckus. Well, China is putting the pressure on, and of course, uh, realistically, we have every right to go over to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, then it's going to uh, embolden the Chinese uh, government, right. and it's a tough situation. Yeah. I get that side of it. I, I do. I just uh, mm. I try to see both sides, and I'm not uh, not suggesting that we need to be weak. And so I was just curious. I thought, well, I'll ask Stu. He'll know. Well, I'm glad to call uh, to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have you. a wonderful show, Stu. Thanks, buddy. See Take ya. care. Hi, welcome. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I just uh, had a little soapboxing moment I wanted to have here on your show. I hope it's okay. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, so it appears that, yet again, we have uh, an issue where only one set of the media is really reporting on it, and it's becoming a conservative hates people kind of deal. Um, but we're having a something of a repeat of the age of a certain segment of the population, which is homosexual males, or females, males. And uh, in my research, I did a, uh, I did a uh, study I went to a place on the internet I normally don't go to as a non-homosexual. I don't go to homosexual forums, but I did. And I looked up terms, orgy, orgies. Even among married men on these forums is very, very, very common. Now, I don't know the percentage of homosexuals that engage in this practice, but that is is currently spreading it. According to news reports that I have read, um, symptoms used to be, you know, initially on the face or hands or arms, and now it's initially on genitals, anus or mouth. Um, I think our politicians need to be saying, you know, we're not trying to make gay being gay illegal, but we really think you should just have one partner. And they should probably, as a matter of health emergency, they should probably shut down the bathhouses and any other places where these orgies are known to take place. Because there, there is a certain percentage. One UK newspaper, which is a tabloid, said it's one in ten dead. I don't think that can be right because that would be much worse than corona. Um, but people do die from this. 
This there needs have to be been a couple seriously. of cases. There have been very, very few cases up to this point. But it's uh, over five thousand in, well, in just in the U.S. Okay, well, I have not heard that statistic at all. But well, you're never going to restrict people. You're never going to restrict people for having how many partners they want to. So that that's not going to happen. That's happens with a communist regime. Maybe they're looking in your window. As far as I don't know, it used to happen when you were a kid. They used to raid the gay the gay clubs. I mean, I'm not saying we should make it illegal, but like public bathhouses where this is known to happen, yeah, shut them down. Tell them that they're being unpatriotic and really selfish if they engage in this practice. You know, they have the institution of marriage, and you know, they're perfectly capable of keeping it with one person. You know, they're making a decision to engage in. Uh, these activities with more than one person. And I thought that the lesson was learned from the AIDS epidemic because initially it spread through like wildfire through that population with AIDS. But apparently the lesson wasn't learned. And um, at the risk of being called homophobic, I would I would encourage every politician with a, with, with, with a microphone when this topic comes up to say, guys, pick one partner. You know, that's it. And uh, it's not... It's, it's, it's not like it's something that uh, is not rooted in reality, because it's what's going on right now, and it, it's happening all over the United States. So you know that there's orgies happening in the United States. Well, it's not. Otherwise, this, would it be spreading? There are orgies with uh, heterosexuals and homosexuals, and you know that. I would say it's impossible for a, whole, for a heterosexual orgy to occur, because when you get to the third person, now you've got at least two people that are going to be uncomfortable. Well, I don't think there's as many. By orgies. definition, it's not going to happen. I think because of the risk of all kinds of STDs, I don't think there's as many orgies as there used to be. But that's just my speculation I I on that. To, I went to the Ask Gay Bros forum, and looks like it's pretty popular. You know, and then then you've got the other things where there's people like my wife's from Philippines, and I I, I looked up Philippines just out of curiosity, and there, there's discussions about how often do you get your HIV test done. Like so, like that, like that. These are discussions that you never have as a as a non homosexual male. Like, I don't think the lesbians have to have this conversation. So there's there's obviously, and it has to do with the male psyche. You know, men when the women say men are pigs, you know, they're right in some way. And when it's only men involved in the situation, you know, whatever crazy stuff that a man might dream of doing, they will do. And uh, I think the. I think the bottom line is, you know, we need people of authority saying, stop with this multiple partner stuff. Keep it with one partner at a time, you know, and, and, and don't just have one partner one day and one partner the next day. You know, try, try and stay in a steady relationship. Well, you this, can, is, this is how these diseases spread. You can suggest that with uh, anybody, but you're not going to enforce it. Uh, you, they used to enforce it. Well, they, yeah, they used to do a lot. Of, down the they used to do a lot of things, but uh, all right, sir. Very interesting. It's going to be an interesting show. I appreciate it. Take care, Stu. Hot topics on a hot day. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. I got some nice information for you. All right. I want to thank you, last caller, for bringing up the subject. I think this person should read the article too. I'm going to ask you to read. What you got? <clears throat> the British Medical Journal, July 28th, which is last Friday, published an article about what's going on in the Central London Hospital and the Monkeypox Clinic. It includes a history and pictures of the patients. I don't know if you want to see those pictures. 
Well, I've seen pictures of people with monkeypox, that's for sure. I don't think you've seen them like this guy. Mm-hmm. British Medical Journal, July 28th, monkeypox. It's far worse than anything you've... Far worse than anything you're being told. Far worse. Unbelievably bad. Well, I do believe they have some kind of a vaccine for it, which obviously will be uh, circulating very <laughs> soon. Mm-hmm. That's just silly. But, by the way, you have two choices here to boil it down. Either monkeypox became an epidemic by coincidence for the first time in 10,000 years of humanity, or something else is going on. That's not a monkeypox. Or it's an altered monkeypox. Because that virus wouldn't exist in society. It never has in 10,000 years. So it has to be a different virus. And if you read the clinical report, this is from the hospital where they're treating the people, the doctors seem to say the same thing. There's pictures there you would not believe. Well, I can't imagine it being worse than some of the things I've seen, but I haven't seen those pictures. Very, very serious disease. Mm -hmm. These people are never going to 100% recover. All right, sir. Thank you. We'll check them all out. Okay. Appreciate it. So, how are you feeling? Let me take this call before the break. Stu Breyer with you. It's now 79 degrees. You're on the air. Welcome. Welcome back, Father Stu. Hello, my spiritual buddy. How are you? I'm okay. How was your vacation? It was nice. It was peaceful. It was good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. You sound great. Thank you. Sound, sound rested and everything. Yeah, try to get a little rest. I think I ate too much. And then you much. come back to your, <laughs> your job and you hear us talking about Bad news. <laughs> well, it's, it's things we should know about, but, you know, everybody has a yeah. different take on it, of course. But, you know, still there's so much negative news. I don't know, you know, uh, it seems like it's national, it's local, it's in the big cities, it's it's even in, in our area, you know. And uh, I, I, when it, I, I call up uh, Keith. When you, when you're not there, I, I introduce myself as the public safety guy. Okay, good name. Well, that's where my interest mm-hmm. lies, and you know, so I'm going to do a little nitpicking right now, and that is, I, I heard the song played this morning that I used to enjoy, uh, called "I Shot the Sheriff," mm-hmm. Sheriff, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. We, we have so many problems. You know, I, I'll be quite frank. I, I've, I've moved to the position of where we should have, I think we should consider abolishing guns. And I know that's controversial, and a lot of people will resist that because of the Second Amendment. But I just thought I'd call, and I wish I had something better to, to talk to you about, other than I just hope you enjoy the rest of the summer. And I, 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 I'll hope you enjoyed your family when they were here. All right, thank you very much. I, uh, good to hear from you. All right, you take it easy. Thanks for your opinion. Well, if everybody gave up their guns, you know, if there were no guns, of course there are different ways people can hurt other people, but the uh, criminals will always be able to get guns illegally. I know you can have crackdowns and do all you want, but the bad people 
are going to get them. One needs to protect themselves, but it's a good topic. We'll be right back, 889-5252. Dreaming of a new car, a new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive custom product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA, Scient Federal Credit Union. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins. So you'll never have an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Need to service your Subaru? Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's will be closed from August 1st through the 7th. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. Bank Street will be closed to traffic from 4 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. Many Bank Street restaurants will have tables in the street for dinner. There will also be local vendors, and this month, they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. The New London Big Band will be one of the groups performing. Fireworks at 9 from the Water Street parking garage. Eat in the Street is this Thursday, brought to you by the City of New London, Downtown New London Association, and powered by Foxwoods Resort Casino. All right, my friends, uh, <laughs> my friends, 889-5252, it's the telephone number, and we're on FM2 now, 94.5, WICH. Welcome, you're on the air. Good to see you back, Stu. Thank you, sir. What's cooking? We are. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about Joe Manchin and Brett Baer's uh, interview yesterday. Yeah, let's talk about Joe Manchin, He uh, Fox News Sunday. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you something. He's well-versed. He did more dancing around every question that Brett Baird asked yesterday. Mm-hmm. He could have been on Dancing with the Stars and won the whole thing. Yeah. He, uh, he's a slick character. Um, but one thing I like about him is he doesn't want to talk about politics, about the President of the United States, whether he's going to run, whether he's going to vote for him next time. Mm-hmm. He won't talk about that. But uh, there were quite a few questions and a couple questions that Brett Baer asked him. And he, boy, politicians know how to dance around the answer, let me tell you. Oh, yes. Um, 
Dancing, and you've seen Dancing with the Stars. This is a big dance. But I'm a little surprised at Joe Manchin. I think he's kind of bending a little bit in a time when we do have inflation. And um, I don't know. Well, they do have a, 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 a sound clip from years ago talking about not raising taxes during a recession mm-hmm. uh, be, because, uh, you know, of inflation. And he, he wiggled his way out of that one. And, um, I, you know, uh, I guess the people that are going to get taxed are, are going to be the businesses that make uh, X amount of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand that's got to be. But uh, I'd like to know what else is in that bill because, as you and me know, no bill goes through Congress and the Senate that just has one thing in it. Absolutely. There's always about five or ten little loopholes in there. I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes whether you're a Republican or Democrat, they say, whoa, the Republicans, I'll give you an example, don't want to help the veterans who uh, you were subject to all this. Exactly. The burning. Exactly. But the people don't know that that's not alone, that bill. They throw in all of this other stuff. And that's what What's some of the... What's that called? Pork? Yeah, Is pork. that what they call it? Absolute big pork. So the Republicans, they're made to look bad because they don't want to go along with it because all the other stuff is in it. And someday, I hope they change that and do each in- bill individually. That would be wonderful, but it doesn't Wouldn't work. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. They, they might have to work a full year. That makes too much sense to do it that way, right? <laughs> they might have to work a full year, still. So they use and, it for uh, political one motivation. Other thing? Yes. Uh, condolences to uh, Bill Russell. Oh, yeah. I grew up with uh, Bill Russell and the uh, living in Boston, and he was our he was our favorite Celtic and helped them win so many championships. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, he's quite an individual. Mm-hmm. He was an activist for years, and he also confronted the NBA because the NBA was accused of having quotas on teams for black players. I am I'm I'm pretty sure that that went on and it's disgusting and it's it's very sad but uh he broke the barriers and uh my god he he was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh I I went to uh Celtics Lakers game one time. I had a friend uh that was an usher there. Uh, he's a firefighter from uh, Boston. And I met him at Florian Hall. And we went there, and I bumped into JoJo White one night. Oh, JoJo, yes. And JoJo White says to me, this is, we were there early. Can you believe it? I can't find my seat. I played all these years here. And we had a good laugh at that. Um, Mm -hmm. I also, uh, we bumped into Bill O'Connell. You remember him? Yes. He was a sports writer for Boston. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, uh, sadly, uh, I think he was, uh, I think uh, Bill Russell was maybe 88. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 88, something around like that, yeah. That's too bad we lost a good one, but okay, still. Thank you. Appreciate it. A lot of history with Bill Russell in the Basketball Hall of Fame. They even have a statue in, in Boston dedicated to Bill Russell. The great Celtic years. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, my brother, Stu. Hello, brother Joey. 
<laughs> hey, yeah, I was going to mention what the gentleman just mentioned. Yeah, I heard it over the weekend. You know, in the in the late sixties, I got to see Bill Russell in the Spectrum playing against the uh, Sixers. Mm-hmm. What a what a player he was! But not only that, he, he I think he had they showed it on the TV on my news. I think he had nine or eleven Boston Celtics championship rings. That's how many championships, and two of them was when he coached. So he was actually inducted in the Hall of Fame as a player and as a coach. Yeah, he's a marvelous a big, athlete and a uh, terrific guy. Yep. Yeah, so to be inducted for two different categories in the Hall of Fame, that says it all, huh? I remember Johnny Most listening to him. Have rebound by Russell. <laughs> he was, yeah, uh, he I was think, great. Yeah, he was, what, 6'8", six, 6'8"? Six Could have been a little uh, taller, I'm not sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but oh, Johnny Most, man, his voice. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was cool. Uh, I was thinking about Marty because he's from Kentucky. There's 28 people died already. They're talking a couple years to rebuild a, a lot of that state still. They're having a bad time down there. It's it's just incomprehensible what some of those people are going through. Yeah, yeah I hope, well, I don't, I, you know, Marty, I got to meet him at the DQ thing and all, but being he's from there originally, I think his mother still lives there. I just hope, mm-hmm. I don't want to see anybody affected by it, but, you know, that's, that's something else. Uh, and then the fires, of course. Another one, she was 89. Her name was Michelle... Nichols. She was the lieutenant on the original Star Trek. Do you remember her? Oh, sure. I remember her. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a foxy lady bear back in the day. That was when, when we had, uh, when we had uh, well, certainly Motown, but we had also the American Bandstand and Soul Train. She was, I thought she was a very attractive lady, man. Oh, she was but a she beautiful was eight, lady. 89 years old. Huh? Beautiful lady, yep. Yeah, brother. So that's that. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about your guests. You always got great guests on, by the way. And I'm glad you had a good, comfortable uh, vacation with your sister and all. I, that's, I wish I was tight with my sister like you are. We're not, but it's the way it goes, brother. But uh, that's great. She comes. So. We'll never give up. Give your sister a call periodically and uh, things change. We lost contact since 2008. I haven't spoke to her. I don't know why. Uh, I don't even have her number, so. And I never got a hold of my brother, Sean. I got a hold of him, and I got some message from Michael. Mm-hmm. Wish him a happy birthday. And you'd think he'd at least call me back and say, I relayed the message. He didn't even call me, so. You know, it's just one of those sad deals, too. And I don't know why. I'll never know why. I mean, we never had fights and got in the spats. I just don't understand. I come from a very separated family, and I think it's just the way it is. I accept it. Well, you may want to try writing a letter. I don't know. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Yeah. Just pour out yeah. your heart and ask him what's the deal, you know? I hear you, bro. Yeah, all right, Stu. So uh, I don't want to hog up your time, right, thank man. Thank you. Good to hear you. Glad to hear you're back. Oh, oh, one last thing. Shelly filled in for you for a little while with Danny O last week. She's really nice. She she said, she goes, I don't know how Stu, 52 years doing this boards and all this. But she said nothing but great stuff about you. She's, she's a real nice lady as well. She's got a quick crew over there, Stu. She's a very talented, terrific lady, and I'll pass that along to her. Thank you. No doubt, Stu. See ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Helen, you sound good. Yes. Today is a nice day that rains for the ground. Oh, the grass has become awful. And, uh, okay, my brother. Can I call you my brother, too? You certainly can. I'm the sister. Okay, never mind. No, I could have another sister. My sister doesn't get jealous. I know. Okay, I know you. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you have a nice vacation? I did. It was a nice vacation. I 
Excuse me? Uh, no, I didn't get to see him. Yeah, I saw May. I did see May. Yes, yeah, uh, she celebrated her 18th birthday yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. I like it. <laughs> 18th birthday. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, so, so you have a good vacation. How about your sister-in-law? I met her. She's a very nice, sweet lady. How she's doing? Well, who are you talking about? How about your sister-in-law? I met her when I was well, my good. sister-in-law, she's doing good. I did see her. She's doing fine. Uh, mm-hmm. do, do you, your wife and your sister-in-law look like? Do they look alike? Well, a little bit. A little uh, bit. Mm-hmm. I don't look nothing like my sister. My sister has large blue eyes and brown. I don't look nothing like. <laughs> well, anyway, today it would be the birthday of my sister. She will be 85 years old. She died two days before her birthday. How long ago was that, Helen? What did you say? How long ago was that? Uh, 2007. Mm, okay. But I, I know you like my son said to me, Michael said to me, Mom, you're always thinking about the past. Well, well we never forget, you know, the people that we yes, love. and they, yes, it's it. They pass our minds, and uh, hopefully uh, we all hope that they're still with us in, in certain ways. I know. Oh, yes, we will, when we're all gone, you know, we all reach each other, yes, um, I know I want to say something, oh, yes, I'm trying to call France, and I cannot reach. You can't reach France? No, I try to call Paris, and I don't, I don't, I don't, the, I call the operator, she said, must be something over there wrong. Well, call it, ask your son again if you're doing it correctly. Oh, no, no, my son, don't know, my son is typically the American guy. Okay. <laughs> my daughter tried to speak uh, French, Italian, uh, she tried. Uh, Michael, no, he's an American. <laughs> All right, buddy, you put on your bathing suit, get a beach ball, and have All some right, fun. Yeah. Okay, it was very nice to hear you. Thank Bye. you, Helen. Take care. Hi, WICH, welcome. Hi, Stu, Hi welcome there. back. Thank you. Um, you know, Joe Manchin, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure him out. <laughs> I think he just does this for attention, because in the end, he voted with the uh, the Democrats for this big bill that's going to go through. Yeah, it's not the big, big, big one, but it's uh, it's still fairly big. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's going to, uh, the things that are in it are going to benefit uh, people. But I think that he just does this for attention. He knows how he's going to vote. I don't That's know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I've had a lot of respect for him in the past because he speaks his own mind and yeah, doesn't but, always agree with the party. But um, Yeah, but I think he does a lot of it for attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't know. surprised I mean, when he when he voted on this bill I don't uh, think with the Democrats. I mean, we are in a recession. I don't think it's time for him to be overdoing it with the spending. But he's the key. He's the kingpin. So yeah, yeah, he is. And and this, I can't think of her name. She's another one. She's a Democrat. Yeah, she's gone against the party a few times too. Yeah, yeah. and she and 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 she's holding out. I think they're, they just do it for the attention. In the end, they come ar- around. 
and and they they uh, they're in the news, and they you know they know how they're going to vote. <laughs> right. Yes, they do. I don't okay. know. I couldn't tell you for sure, but thank you. Well, that's what I think. All right, okay. Thank you. Would you like a weather forecast? Here it is. WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. A mix of sun and clouds, humid, high 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers, low 65. Saturday. Saturday? Where did this come from? Holy cow. All right, let's go. So anyway, uh, okay, let's go to... <laughs> yes, I have no idea where that came from. Monday, partly and mostly sunny, which is today. Muggier, high 90, pretty close to the one that I said that really wasn't today's, but it was pretty close. Tuesday, a mix of sun and clouds, chance of a late-day storm. Humid, low uh, 90 at night, 90 inland during the day, and 85 at the shore. So we are caught up Monday... And our temperature now is at 78 degrees. Like to hear from you, your point of view, right here, 889-5252. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Fox News Commentary. President Joe has once again tested positive for COVID. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's shelter to 989898. Groundhog's Day, but yes, indeed, it's true. Joe has COVID again. The White House doctor says he has a rare case of rebound positivity. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if our economy had some of that? But speaking of working, the White House says Joe will be working in isolation again. Not sure how much work he's getting done, but I digress. The first go-around, Joe had mild symptoms, and now less than two weeks later, he has no symptoms. This is great news for Joe and for the rest of us who have been wondering why COVID, a now glorified cold, is still being used as a fear tactic and control mechanism. Why we go back to restrictions, masking, and fear over COVID is beyond me. And we should never again mask children in schools as they're already stupidly doing in some parts of California. We've reached the point of living with COVID and we should never go back. Haven't we learned our lesson by now? Get well soon, Joe. I'm Tommy Lahren and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Stu Bryan with your WICH. All opinions are welcome on this program in case you're new to it. Your opinion is welcome. So is mine. You know that everybody have their say. And the number is 889-5252 with the 860, of course. I spent a lot of too much time on my vacation in the Ponder Corner. <laughs> Get out of the corner, Stu. I call it my little Ponderosa. As you know, we try to get as close to the truth as we possibly can in this program. And I was thinking about Donald Trump which I try not to think about him too much, and Joe Biden. The people are pretty set in their ideas of who they like, Joe or Don. And my opinion is, for what it's worth, is I don't like either one of them. 
I don't think they're good people. I truly don't. But I will say you, tell you this. I don't see how anybody could disagree. When Donald Trump was president, we were all better off. I, don't, I was just wondering if anybody disagrees with that. I mean, you don't have to have to like him. I don't like him. But I know that when he was president, these were, there was better times. That's all. That's how I judge the deal. One thing he was correct, uh, he wanted to get rid of TikTok, which is something that China infiltrates for their propaganda. And uh, the restrictions that President Trump had, uh, Joe Biden got rid of them immediately. Uh, TikTok. A lot of kids are hooked on it. And China, I'm not a total expert on it, but China has uh, taken it to their advantage. Put it that way, huh? How about you? Do you agree or disagree with me? Were we better off the previous four years? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi there. Welcome back. Susie. You, sound, you sound real chipper. I'm All chipper. I had to hang around here for the week and melt. Well, we sound like, eh. <laughs> I, got, I got all the chipper from Taiwan. Yes. Yeah. The chips. Well, you know, they say um, she's gone on her trip, but they haven't mentioned anything about Taiwan. So I want to know if she's going to go or not. I, I don't mean, know either. They put the ball out of the sky. Mm. I mean, that was the last word I heard. Well, if they shoot her out of the sky, then we go to war with China. It's as simple as that. Yep. And you know what will happen? Same thing that happened with Russia. <clears throat> if anything happens to her, or say even one of our aircraft carriers, we have a right. I mean, because they did it to Russia. We have a right to sanction China and just take control of all of their, whatever they have in this country, assets, banking, you name it, just take it. If Susan, they can do it to Russia, they can do it to China. Susan, how... We are... What? I, we're so dumb. We're letting them buy all this land... Yeah, right around uh, our military bases. Right around our too. military bases. I mean, how yep. stupid is that? What is wrong? Not a good combination. But what they're saying is that they're not releasing the excerpts from Biden's telephone talk with Xi Jinping. I call him Xi Jinping Pong. I don't have any respect for him. And uh, they're not releasing it. It's like, what did he say to him? I mean, no one knows who's, who's going to know. And they say that China obviously has things on Biden that they can release anytime they want to, so it's kind of like blackmail. And well, I do believe I that. I don't know. I'm not sure of that. But well, uh, certainly, we're, you know, they're, they're buying up things in this country. They're buying up things. They're not, they're not stupid. China is not stupid, the people who run it. Oh, well, you know, like they said, they, they own our universities because they have the uh, Confucius Institute teachings going on, which teaches socialism and all that commie stuff. They're all over the place. And what are you going to do? It's going to come to a head sooner or later, but nobody knows when or well, how. I think we need smarter leadership if this country is going to survive, and I've said it a number of times, and we need better candidates. That's oh, all. Oh, yeah. You know, yesterday, you know this big bill they're all saying is a done deal with Manchin and everything? Mm -hmm. Well, I heard that Christian Cinema, who sometimes votes with him... Yeah, she's another one that's... Um, she's up in the air right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She might not vote. 
And the thing is, they're saying, what I'm hearing is if it's not a done deal by Friday, when they are all going to take their August break, then you can't count on it. So they're talking big, but it's not a done deal. And for all of those who think Manchin is so great out there, guess what? Yesterday's Sunday Day paper explained exactly what was in the legislation. And I have to remind everybody, that burn pit thing was in this. They added everything together, knowing Republicans are going to balk at the high taxes and the, and the Green Deal to get rid of our gas and our oil. And so then they said, oh, you don't care about the burn pit people. No, it's because they care about the whole picture. Not just one thing. They could get that passed any time well, they want. There's a lot the of folks. I'm glad you brought it up because there's a lot of folks that won't well, hear that. They won't hear it in a lot of networks. But they what? fill it up with other stuff. Mansion to secure Mansion's vote, the Democrat leadership pledged to mandate new oil and gas leasing in the Gulf of Mexico and off the coast of Alaska. Hmm. I thought that the Democrats were against it. Manchin views drilling in those areas as important for the country's domestic energy independence. So there's a whole thing on it, but they did put it in to get his vote. So they're playing, they're they're speaking with forked tongues. They're saying one thing on one side and they're doing it on the other, and it's ridiculous. Okay, well, this has been going on for generations, so in the political realm of things. There's a T-shirt in in a catalog that I get, Mm -hmm. and I might get it. It says, I read, therefore I know things. And I read between the lines, but I also read every word, and when a word will jump out. How about this one? How can you have uh, extreme flash flooding... And heat waves, you can't say you are in a drought and have a flash flood. Okay, uh, two words. Cloud seeding, West Virginia, Joe Manchin. All right, buddy. Come along with us in uh, in Kentucky. Oh, they hate Rand Paul and Mitch Mm -hmm. McConnell. Kentucky got it, too, big time. So it's like... It's nothing but plain old simple cloud seeding because you cannot get 10 to 12 inches of rain in 24, 48 hours in one spot. Okay, I got to go. I got to go, but thanks for your opinion. Appreciate it. Welcome to the program. You're on. Hi, how are you? Hey, hello there. What's up? Welcome back. Thank you. So, two things. First of all, the city council meeting tonight they're supposed to discuss the school plan mm-hmm. and one thing I want to say about the schools you know they did an article yesterday about how what poor shape Stanton school is and it was built in 1950 something but but they want to redo Huntington school which was done in the 20s for offices um, why did they let Stanton School gets so bad. It's the same thing when they, they went to build the Preston um, Veteran School in Preston, and they talked about how horrible the Preston City School was. Um, 
it was the same thing that it wasn't maintained so i hope that if this passes that they maintain these buildings like they should be um it appears that they they haven't been doing the regular maintenance this the buildings at nfa are older and they're in much better shape than the ones in norwich so you know i mean and i've been at stanton to vote and stuff and it does look sad you know but um they should have been doing a lot of maintenance every year you do maintenance to keep the buildings up so um if this passes and they have the new schools i would hope they follow through on maintenance all right but the other subject i want to discuss is i'm going to go with a memory a memory of joe biden no new taxes for anybody making less than $400,000 a year. There will be no new taxes. Absolutely no new taxes. Do you remember that? I think that was the figure, 400000 and um and Schumer has taxes for everyone making over 30000 a year. Well, okay, that's... Um Scary, isn't it? Yeah. Now, the mainstream media is not going to report that that's what's in there, but it's in there. You know, 750 pages. I would, I wish for the day when they had a bill that was no more than 10 pages long, and it just included exactly what they, you know, they're talking about, whatever. You know, let's say they they want to repair the roads. So they put in a bill, 10 pages. This is going to help the infrastructure. It's insanity. It is insanity. And I've spoken to, uh, you know, candidates and political figures saying, why did they? I said, why do you do that? He said, well, they, they all, they do it. <laughs> that was the answer. They that's do it. Not, that's a, that's a cop-out. It's a of course it's a cop-out. That's why we need, we need term limits. I've been reading the Red-Handed Book by Peter Schweitzer. Um, we definitely need to remove a lot of these people from government. We need to remove the incentive that they go, they leave Congress and they go to work for a lobbyist. We need to ban that um, because many, you talked about China buying up all this land. They're buying it through an intermediary, which is against the law, but they're still managing to do it. Um, but so many of our Republicans and Democrats are compromised because they're making millions and millions of dollars from China. Oh, that, of course. It's greed. Greed will kill you. Greed will kill you. Listen, yeah. you know what? I don't mind if they combine bills that are similar. In other words, you have this bill about you know taking care of the veterans and great. Or you put other things that are good for the veterans in it and you have a combination but then they go off on tangents on this and that, and you know we want to have a marshmallow uh, donation fund for this. You know, it's yeah, and we crazy. Want to study this, and we want to study that. Yeah. Yeah. Spe- speaking of different bills, you know the the interesting next week on the ninth is the primary in, in Connecticut for those that are mm-hmm. that are in a primary. And um, I just wanted to bring up, and I know nobody's running against Lamont as far as the Democrats. But, you know, he gets on there and he's talking about how great he is and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And he wants to bring businesses to Connecticut. 
And guess where Mrs. Mrs. Lamont is starting businesses? Nashville, Tennessee. Well, that's close to Connecticut. Mm, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. She's down there starting businesses. So, um, no reason she can't start them in Connecticut. Um, Have a great day. You too. Thank you. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, Trying to get a little breeze out there, but uh, you always have fun at Rock the Dock. Another fabulous summer of free live music continues at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. Join us this Wednesday for Wild Nights. Rocking the stage from 6 to 8 p.m. Wild Nights is sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drink available for purchase. The 2022 Rock the Docks concert series is made possible in part through the generosity of their 20 2022 title sponsor, Foxwoods Resort Casino, and series sponsors, Norwich Public Utilities, Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty, Corp Plus Credit Union, and Hall Communications. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce Business and Industry Foundation. Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard Brown Park. Come see Wild Nights, free. Sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. Also, head on down to the Norwich Town Green for the Friday Night Acoustics. This week featuring Matt Spurzel, starting at 6 p.m. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. Let's get another call in before the news at uh, 11 o'clock. Welcome to the program. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. I do have an open line if you want to squeeze in a call. You can do that. Squeezing a call. That sounds uncomfortable, doesn't it? We have a guest. I have a guest. Why do people always say we? It's me. I have a guest. And we are all welcome to listen to it. Can teenage lifers be rehabilitated? Talk about that with our guest at 105. Welcome to the program. Hi, yes. Hi, good morning, Sue. Welcome back from vacation. Thank Hope you. it was a good one, restful and all the things you wanted. Yes, sir. Um, you know, every man deserves a little time off. I had a woman. Um <laughs> Uh, you asked a question about, uh, I think it went something like, do, uh, do we think we were better off with Trump or Biden? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I think we were better off with in comparison between the two? Um, the administrations, the people who worked for uh, the Trump administration, the people who worked for Biden's administration, mm-hmm. uh, I think... Well, I think the people who work for Biden now are, uh, they certainly are from the same pod, same peapod. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they, 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 they're as weird as can be uh, when it comes to things that uh, the everyday man or woman in America uh, thinks, is, uh, thinks should happen. They're, they're contrary to so many values that we have. But the administration under Trump, uh, I thought, was exceptional. Uh, Mike Pompeo, uh, Secretary of State, who was uh, really uh, well-traveled, well-spoken, well-liked amongst uh, um, you know the foreign foreign dignitaries. Um, I, I personally think that he should be the next person in the White House. I think he will uh, eventually run. His possibility for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I know you're coming up on uh, on the hour, but uh, uh, China. Hey, um, I hope China does does the right thing and just uh but i i'm afraid that uh, uh you know i think everybody has their they're not they're not flexible they have their own opinion that that's taiwan is ours it's our part of part of our world 
and you can't go in there without permission. Now yep. that's that's whoa. That's yeah, that's tough stuff. That's, that's rough uh, stuff. That's, that's North Korea. That's Iran. Mm. That's that's and we buy so much from a country that is just our adversary. We're gonna. I want to continue that after the news. Thank you, sir. Bye. WICHAM thirteen ten Norwich ninety four point three DB in Norwich. It is now eleven and news time on the hour. Sponsored by Zoom. I'm Steve Kathan. A tragic situation could get even worse in flooded eastern Kentucky. There is severe storm potential today in all of the impacted areas. That is just not right. Governor Andy Bashir, who this morning put the death toll from last week's savage washout at 30, with more victims likely to be discovered. Tyler Culver lives in an area that's been hard hit. You can replace homes and vehicles, but you can't replace people. You're used to seeing it on TV and other places, and you never think it's going to come here and come home to us, but it has. And CBS's Jim Crisula tells us Don't even think about looting. That's what lawmen are saying in flood devastation devastated areas of Appalachia. If you're trying to take advantage of people in this situation, we're going to find you, we're going to hunt you down, we're going to lock you up and put you in jail and let the criminal justice system and our prosecutors will not have mercy on anyone taking advantage of people. Joe Engel is sheriff of hard-hit Perry County, Kentucky, where several people have been arrested for looting. A wildfire in Northern California that broke out Friday is now considered the state's largest. It has some people assessing damage. Althea Schwander lost everything when her home went up in flames. My house is gone. All my furniture, all my clothes, shoes, coats, boots. Everything's gone. The Biden administration's making more than a billion dollars in grants available to states to deal with flooding and extreme heat caused by climate change. Overseas, agricultural shipments have resumed from Ukraine. CBS's Cammie McCormick. It's the first ship since the Russian invasion carrying corn heading for Turkey and then Lebanon, which has been hard hit by the grain shortage. The Sierra Leone cargo ship departed Odessa early today after agreements were signed allowing for 22 million tons of agricultural goods to flow. They've been stuck at Black Sea ports. One of the NFL's most exciting quarterbacks will be sidelined. Deshaun Watson, magical, 34 yards. Sean Watson suspended for six games after a retired judge ruled he violated the league's personal conduct policy. Watson, now with the Cleveland Browns, has faced sexual misconduct civil suits from 24 women. All but one has been settled. This morning, President Biden continued to test positive for COVID-19. CBS's Major Garrett. The president says he's feeling fine. His physician says he's experiencing no symptoms. But as everyone knows at the stage of COVID, every positive test is disruptive. And the president's schedule has been disrupted. Wall Street, as we begin the week right now, the Dow is up 68 points. NASDAQ is ahead 62 points. And the S&P is up 9. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. The National Institutes of Health launched the Recover Initiative to research long COVID. NIH needs volunteers of all ages, races, and genders who have just been diagnosed with COVID and those who have never had it. Dr. Walter Koroshetz, director of the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. We know that different populations were affected differently by COVID. And so understanding the differences in different populations is critically important uh, if we're going to come to solutions for people that are going to work for everybody. To learn more and volunteer, visit recovercovid.org. What would you do with extra money this summer? Fill the tank? 
How about a vacation? During Staples Feel Your Summer Sweeps, a Staples Rewards member could win one of five $5,000 Visa gift cards to use for, or maybe, every $50 spent in store automatically earns you an entry. Not a rewards member? Join today and enter Staples Feel Your Summer Sweeps. No purchase necessary. Woodware prohibited. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. Ends 8-6. Visit staplesconnect.com slash feelyoursummersweeps for complete rules and eligibility. We're learning the truth about a Disney character. Well, how about a wave? They debated the question in 1986's Stand By Me. Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck, Pluto's a dog. What's goofy? Hard to discern given his relationship with Clarabelle Cow, Bill Farmer, who's voiced the character since 1987, puts the rumors to rest, telling Yahoo. Goofy seems to be in the canine family in the same way that maybe a wolf is not a dog, but they are in the canine family. I think it's uh, Canis Goofus is the technical Latin term for what Goofy is. In other words, just Goofy. Pluto, Farmer confirms, is a dog. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. When he played in the NFL, Sam Mills' nickname was Field Mouse. At five foot nine, he was undersized for a linebacker, but very good, and this weekend he'll be posthumously inducted into the Hall of Fame. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Yes, I think Goofy is a dog. I'm sure we'll have a big uh, to-do about that. Is Goofy a dog? (laughs) Or is he a Goofy? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Did you hear that last news story? I don't know. Well, give us something to take our minds off other things. Is Goofy a dog? Welcome to the program, 889-5252 at WICH. So we're talking about China, and I don't buy anything made in China. And God bless the Chinese people. We're not talking about them. We're talking about the uh, the government of China. Don't buy any of their stuff. Why support China? You know the things they do if you follow the news and you really, you know, you know what's going on there, huh? People disappear. People are locked up, locked down for nothing. Okay. So I uh, spend a lot of time shopping, making sure it's not made in China or Russia. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Be very far. Yes, sir. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we got to be very smart about this. Who, who we vote for, what companies we support. It, it has become, um, there are, out of many things that used to be normal and good, opposing uh, totalitarian, authoritarian, communist regimes is, is, is very tough to do these days. Um, and as mentioned, TikTok owns China. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is infecting the minds of our youth. Parents, grandparents need to keep kids off of TikTok and really off of all social media and the internet in general until they're old enough to buy their own smartphones and pay for their own plans. Because this stuff, the younger the younger they get hooked into some of these things with different ideologies, different movements, um, or even just the basic being addicted to these screens is very bad for their development, bad for the nation's future. It's going to further divide us, and it's China's engineering a lot of this. 
as uh, you know, like Susan says some things that I don't agree with, like the cloud seeding stuff, but she's right on this stuff. China really did have, or really does have these Confucius Institutes in all of our colleges. You know, they when 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 companies like Boeing or whoever else build a factory in China, Tesla is one of them, by the way. They give away all of their intellectual property. So Elon Musk builds this gigantic factory in Shanghai, or outside of Shanghai, wherever that is. But China's got all the tech. China's just going to copy it. And then the Chinese state-run enterprises are just going to copy them. The Chinese are very smart people, very good culture. However, their system is garbage. Without us giving them technology over and over and over again, they would never win. They're winning because our people, especially those in the money classes, are giving it away. Because they don't care about the future, they care about now. They care about either the next election or the mm-hmm. next quarter, if it's just about those things. You know, they don't, they, they don't care about what's going to happen to their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, and what world we're going to be living in when the, the sole hegemon is going to be China. You know, they're already building with this built-in road to put in all these countries into these debt traps. They're going to be ended up owning all the railroads and ports, or not all, but many of the railroads and ports and all those other infrastructure projects that are now joint joint efforts. China's putting these countries into debt, and they're, they're going to take ownership of this stuff. They're going to get something in return. Say, hey, you got you can't pay your, your you can't pay your debts. What's going on? And you know, it's it's very funny that China let this coronavirus out, and they let it out on purpose. Right after they get all these countries in all these debt traps, throwing the, the whole global economy into the... Listen, China uh, needs to be opposed. Very strong. I agree with just about everything you said, and I don't know why more people don't uh, agree with that, well, or maybe they just don't know or don't care. I don't know. My comment that China let the virus out on purpose can get you fired from a lot of places. That's xenophobic bigotry, according to people. But it's, it's obvious they let it out on purpose because you were able to fly out of Wuhan, but then you couldn't go within China. You couldn't get on a train and go from Wuhan to any other city, but you could get on an airplane and, and go to Milan. <laughs> now, obviously, it was let out on purpose. Now, the, the rest of the details, it's up for you know, yeah, it's up for investigation if, it, that, if that's even possible. But you know, the lab is right there. That's where the, that's where they're. Uh, there, there's the Wuhan Institute of Virology is. It just so happens to be the same. Well, there was definitely a lot of covering up going on. I mean, that's for sure. Well, sir, um, as Bill Clinton would say, I feel your pain, and I hope we can wise up because we're way down the hill in education and so many other things that are being surpassed by China. And if as you can't see that... Goes, I think we need to... Like a good a good talking point would be we need to abolish public schools and then get people all screaming about how much of an idiot you are and then start talking about how they do it in other countries. Other countries do it much better than us. The funds follow the students. So you could have public schools, but they'll have to compete. They'll compete against Saint Sacred Heart. They'll compete against Wildwood. And they'll compete against the Montessori School. And everybody's going to be competing for that public fund. And it has to be very loosely regulated. I, I, I don't need these people in Hartford or in Washington telling the local school how to educate. That is top-down nonsense. That's the same crap they have in China. We don't need that here. We need we need parents to be in control of their own kids, especially now that the Norwich Public Schools is, is instituting this stuff where a child as young as pre-kindergarten says, oh, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl now. And now they're going to affirm it and go down the whole nine yards and they're not even going to let the parent know. 
So, you know, that right there is just major red flag. Anybody with any sense should be, at the very least, opposed to these kinds of policies. But I, I think we need robust school choice, not this school choice where you have a charter school here or a magnet school. You need to have the real school choice. Like what they have, they have it in Denmark and they have it in these other countries where the money just follows the students. What happened that way? It's not even about educational quality anymore. It's about bringing up your kids with the same values that you want them to be brought up with and not, not the state-imposed values. All right, sir. Thank you very much for your comments. All right. See you. 80 degrees at WICH. All opinions are welcome here. A lot of folks now homeschooling their kids because they got a taste of what's going on in some of the schools during the uh, lockdown with COVID. And they saw the virtual learning situation and they said, wait a minute, what are they, what are they doing in these schools? Hold on, hold on, let me look at this. And they didn't like what they saw. So many more are homeschooling their kids and cha-cha-cha. All right, WICH 889-5252. Don't give up on our country. Still some wonderful people and very bright people and the uh, A lot of people do get it, and uh, we just need a lot of good candidates is what we need. Candidates that have the guts on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, is what they feel is really right for the country, what's really right for the state, as opposed to uh, kowtowing to their party and uh, saying things they may not even agree to just because they don't want to get in trouble with their party. And I think people respect that more. Hmm? All right, let's see what else is happening. Uh, your thoughts and viewpoints are welcome at 889-5252. As you know, the president has tested positive again for COVID. I'll tell you, the more I think I know about COVID, the, le- the less I know about it. It seems like all the information changes every day. I-, I don't even know what to say anymore. The only thing I can tell you is the cases these days of COVID these days are not as serious That doesn't mean we don't take them seriously, because they still can be. But that's the only thing that seems to be apparent. Hmm? I don't know. Somebody did win the big lottery. Of course, we all had our little daydreams of, uh, what would we do with $87 million clear? Hmm? And in this particular lottery, you don't have to tell people who you are. They keep it a secret, which is okay, because... You would never have any peace of mind or, or any quiet peace of quiet if you did win that lottery. One person in Iowa, when Illinois won it, however, they say some people who have won big lottery tickets are menaced and harassed so much and don't even feel secure. So if you do win one of the big ones, and I hope you do, I believe in this particular lottery, you don't have to have your name divulged, which I think is an awfully good thing. Trust the care of your loved one to trusted caregivers. Safely at home, call 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit HartfordHealthCareAtHome.org. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. 
This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Playing Field. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. So did you hear about the woman who's been uh, caught at shoplifting about 89 times? And they let her out, and she shoplifts again, and she does it again and again and again. And I guess now maybe she'll get some jail time because she went after a policeman. So what do we learn by being incarcerated? Some people learn nothing. Others uh, learn other things. But I have a guest who's going to talk about that, particularly with uh, teenage criminals. Can they be rehabilitated? As you know, there's no, uh, there's no bond theory in New York, which is ridiculous. They just let young people out, get a slap on the wrist, and they continue to do something till they murder somebody. Talk about no common sense. California, New York. Why don't people put up with that? I mean, they'll demonstrate about this and that, but why don't they demonstrate about that? Her name is Mary Mitchell, has seen firsthand through correspondence with youth offenders that rehabilitation is possible. As experienced guest and author of seven books, hundreds of articles, she has a weekly radio show. She shares her 13-year relationship with a man incarcerated at 19. He's now 50. I don't mean relationship that way, but corresponding relationship. And he'll t- he talks to her about how he found transformation in prison. Talks about the system. He has his own idea how to reform some people. I think you'll find that a, an interesting guest. That'll be right after the uh, 1 o'clock news today. In the meantime, we do have an open forum this hour. And our number is uh, 889-5252. In case you didn't know. Repairs to the commercial fishing pier in Stonington and building a new child care center in Groton for Thames Valley Council of Community Action are both set in to receive federal funding after a U.S. House of Representatives passed an appropriations bill last week. U.S. Representative Joe Courtney 
Second District had funding for nine of his community project requests, also known as earmarks or pork barrel spending, including in last week's House Appropriation Bill. We'll talk more about that. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. You know, your officer, Tatum, I listen to him at night, he has a, uh, he sponsors a program, or he, well, he backs a program that does exactly that, helps people that are in prison. I don't know what they do while they're in there, teach them or something, and then they get out and they, they lead a normal life. So he does talk about that every night. Well, that's important. I mean, you don't want these people who repeat over and over and over again. Maybe we just need a better system to deal with it. Of course, can't let them out of jail too soon either. No. And, you know, but on the same token, then you've got your nuts like Jeffrey Dahmer and that. That, that would be what you would call criminally insane. You know, uh, you know those kind. I don't think they they could be rehabilitated. Um, and you know, you're talking about the lot that big lottery win. Yeah, did you, you know, other people won a million dollars with it. It wasn't just one winner, but yeah, twenty yeah. people won a million. Six people won two million. Of course, you had the big deal one in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad it got dispersed among a lot of people, not just one. I, I was happy with that. I, yeah, I've had tickets and everything, but I said, it's got to be amongst a lot of people. And it did. And it was really nice. So, you know, it proves that the, the tickets will pay out. Yeah, you know, a million, a million is nothing to sneeze at. We'll, uh, no. we'll take that. One million, two million. I mean, mm. I wish I could buy a, a, a newer car. I wish I could buy a newer house. I, I wish I could, you know, I would have done really good things with it if I had won the big one. But, um, well, it's but now yeah. $20 million. That's not bad either. No. And uh, we tried to keep your guest host occupied the whole week. We would call in. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm... Did, did anybody call in talking about the big... Wi- I, I do read the sports page just for the numbers. Red Sox won 7-2 over the somebody. I don't know who. Yeah, how coincidentally they won a game. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, Larry, everybody be happy about yeah, that. Yeah, they, they beat and Milwaukee. And Keith Rice's team, too. Mm-hmm. So he'll be happy about that. So good. You know, I don't really follow it, but I like it when they win, and I notice and everything. And we got a little shower today. Well, early this morning. That's nice. Uh, That's nice. I have been hoping for rain. And, you know, and it, my forsythia bush was wilting so bad. And now it's perked up a little. The leaves do not look half dead. Okay, so there. Good. You're looking at the brighter side of life. Good, yeah. good for you. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Thanks, hey, so. thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I'm back for second quarter here. I need one real straight answer. Most of your callers are seniors. I think. I don't know. I never ask anybody their age. Now, I went and got my hair cut with that nine ninety nine deal, and they're great over there, but it, they don't have that promotion anymore. But they did. They gave me another coupon up to, uh, let me see, September 26th. I get another haircut for nine ninety nine, which is really great. And she goes, $19, but you're a senior. You're only 17. What is the official date for an adult in America becoming a senior citizen? I heard 50, I heard 60, 62, 65. What is it? Do you know? All of those are correct. Uh, AARP uh, says you can join AARP when you're 55. 
Other I people. got that in the mail when I was 55. I got an ARRP thing. But are you a senior at that age? Well, they look at you that way. And other people say, well, you got to be 60 or 65. It depends. Whatever people, you know, oh, we'll give discounts for seniors. And then you say, well, what, what is this? You know, what's a senior? Yeah. And they'll say 55. A lot of them do 55. Some of them 60. So. Well, that was the first time I got a, a senior citizen discount. I kind of felt felt like I'm old, but I'm not old. I, I mean, I still got a little ways to go. But, you know, so I just thought I'd call you and let you know that. And I just was curious what a senior citizen is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you later. I remember I was a senior in high school. I didn't get any discounts. It's a good question. But AARP, they start sending you stuff when you're about 30, just to make sure you're prepared. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Hey, all right, sir. Uh, did you do anything interesting on your vacation? Yeah, I, you know, had some fun. I got to see my sister and uh, did a little beaching, lots of walks, and yeah, it was fine. I don't need to do run well, around the world. Good. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, we got to go, we tried the, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but over in Foster, they had a little fair over there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Foster Old Home Days, I don't know if you heard of it. I think I've heard of it. I've never been to it, though. It's, it's, a, it's a little small fair, but it was enjoyable. They had entertainment, bands, and, you know, places to eat and uh, old stuff to look at. You know? Oh, great. Sounds like we fun. We had a good day Saturday. It's nice to be back on the fair yeah, circuit. Yeah, you got to take a break once in a while, you know? Yeah, just go and have a good time. We, That's you know, it. Everybody's you know? been through so much. You know, just go and enjoy yourself without feeling guilty. <laughs> and I, I did get my uh, second booster Friday. I got it at Walmart. And uh, I'm protected so far. <laughs> Okay, so that was your second one. There's a yeah, there's a few yeah. of them out now. You know, you can get six All packs I had out was of them. a little bit of soreness in the muscle. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So uh, but, how uh, how are things in your family? Anybody catch the monster, or you're all no, good? no. So far, everybody's good. Did you hear about the president? Yeah, he's po- tested positive again. He doesn't have any second ill effects. Time. Yeah. I wonder if his uh, isolation period wasn't long enough. Well, what happens is, uh, this is so confusing, and the whole thing's been confusing from day one. There's a pill that you can take that's supposed to lessen the symptoms, and hopefully you'll become negative. But what happens now, they're realizing that when you get off that pill, some people become positive again, even though they don't have any symptoms. So they're still trying to do research. I was thinking maybe he came in contact with somebody that had it that didn't know they had it. Oh, that's very possible. A lot of people have had it, didn't know they had it. Yeah, yeah. So it's very yeah, confusing. I just wanted to call and welcome you back, and uh, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye bye. Lunchtime oldies from noon to one. We sounded like Ralph Cramden. Yeah, lunchtime oldies, Alice. 889-5252 is our telephone number. Are you in your senior years or caring for a parent or loved one who is a senior? then you won't want to miss this event. 
Join us for a Healthy Aging, Healthy Living Expo geared to seniors and their caregivers. This free senior expo is going to be focusing on the needs of older adults, people with disabilities, and caregivers. The expo will offer lifestyle tips, aging resources, wellness materials, health info, and resources for caregivers, along with giveaways, door prizes, and healthy snacks. This free expo will take place on Wednesday, August 10th from 9 to noon at Generations Family Health Center in Willimantic. Join the community at this valuable expo. Again, that's August 10th from 9 to noon. Visit genhealth.org backslash senior expo. You won't want to miss out. Brought to you by the Austin Medicare Outreach Education and Advocacy Team. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. There will also be local vendors, and this month they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. Eat in the Street powered by Foxwood Resort Casino. All right, as we are at 80 degrees right now, and let's take this call. You're on the air. Hi. Yes, Yes, hello there. Yes, uh, your guest at 1 o'clock is going to be talking about uh, a uh, juvenile with the... Getting rehabilitation? Yes. Well, I get a comment on that now before before your guest comes in, mm-hmm. and I'll listen to him later. Or her, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, we can we can talk about that stuff around here in Eastern Connecticut with small towns and stuff. It can be done, but when you have towns like well, L.A., Chicago, uh, New York City. I mean, Houston, Texas, and stuff, where gangs are, are prevalent. These these young kids, they join the gangs and they can't get out. So what happens is, once they get out of out of jail, juvenile jail, they get put back in the same uh, element. Mm-hmm. And in Eastern Connecticut, you you can you can go live somewhere else around Eastern Connecticut. And you won't see, you know, your same friends and stuff like that. But even even Hartford, when, when there's a lot of gangs in Hartford, you know. Anytime you see somebody wearing all red or somebody wearing all blue, uh, and they're traveling in, in tandem uh, with the same colors on, you can tell that uh, that's gang territory. But uh, I believe uh, that... In small cities, I think they can be rehabilitated. But in big cities, they have to get them out of the element because they get put right back into the same system that they were in. And what happens is they turn into repeat offenders. It certainly makes sense what you're saying, and we have a lot of repeat offenders, and of course with those stupid no-bond things in New York, California, and other cities, they go right back out on the street and figure there nothing's going to happen to them and most likely it won't well what i'm saying is that it, it's a lot easier probably and i don't know this for a fact because i haven't lived in chicago or anything like that it's probably easier to go through probation in knowledge connecticut than it is in chicago the suburbs of chicago or something like that because there's nothing but gangs all over the place mm-hmm. um and last week uh I turn. I, I have a, a multitude of uh, TV channels, and FETV had a uh, about a six-hour special 
Tony Dow died last week. Oh, yeah, from Leave it to Beaver, yeah. Leave it to Beaver. Mm. So I watched about six or eight uh, Leave it to Beaver things. Yeah. If any, you know, Tony Dow's are good and Beaver's good, but but nobody beats that Eddie Haskell, let me tell you. Oh, Eddie Haskell. Yeah, the the Beave? What a what? No, no, the... the Wally's friend. Oh, Wally's friend. All right. I mean, I used to watch Leave it to Beaver. Good afternoon, just... Mrs. Cleaver, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, what a wise guy he was, I'll tell you. That's great. I mean, once in a while, I like to, you know, flip on something like that just to get away from all the stuff that can aggravate you. <laughs> simple, okay, so... simple human. Yeah, Tony Dahl passed away. I think it was 78, something like that. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Anytime. Reading too much of those, uh, losing some of the folks we grew up with, or tried to grow up with, grow up with. Simple stuff on the telly, eh? I was into cowboys so much, and it's amazing how they had very, they had a lot of outlaws, and they were always holding up the stagecoach. Man, I don't know why they didn't have more guards on the stagecoach. How many stagecoaches got robbed when I was watching uh, cowboy shows? Hit him off at the pass, yes. But they used to just shoot the gun out of their hands. That was it. You never saw blood. That was it. I said, man, these outlaws, they're so bad and they don't bleed. It's 1132 at WICH. We are at 80 degrees right now. I'd like to hear from you on any subject. Looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know how important it is to maintain your dental health? I'll be back in a second to give you some info on this subject. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Periodontitis is the word that refers to inflammation of the tissue around the teeth. This may cause shrinkage of the gums and loosening of the teeth. And even though there is no established cause and effect at this time, there is growing evidence that periodontitis can increase your risk of heart disease. You should see your dentist regularly and brush and floss twice daily to prevent this problem. It may just keep your heart healthier, too. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for your entertainment and news and fun and frolic and music. Lunchtime oldies from noon to one. So the city of Norwich is turning its attention and future investments to Lower Broadway as part of a plan to revitalize downtown. City Council last week passed a resolution to have the Norwich Community Development Corporation apply for more than $10 million from Connecticut's Community Investment Fund 2030 to assist in revitalizing Lower Broadway, which is the length between Main Street and Norwich City Hall. Most of the funds are meant for improving the streetscape. This includes creating more gathering spaces, according to our city manager, John Salamone. 
including parklets. The first parklet debuted on Franklin Street this month. Looks like uh, decorative public seating. The goal is to tie the streetscapes of Lower Broadway together from Castle Church's anticipated Jubilee Park to the vacant lot across from the old Otis Library so that it can look, feel, and act like a walkable downtown area. Kevin Brown, the president of Norwich Community Development Corporation, his thoughts. Brown said the vacant lot, which dips well below Broadway street height, would have paving and concrete added so that there's a slope from street level down the grade. Just want to know what you think of some of these uh, revisions here. Other additions Brown mentioned include expanding sidewalks and adjustable bollard posts so Lower Broadway can be closed temporarily for work or for festivals. And it makes sense for a coordinated push between NCDC, City of Norwich, Castle Church, Reliance Health, and us that we should be working together rather than separately, Norwich Arts Center co-president Faye Rangel said. I haven't talked to Faye in a long time. We'll have, a, have her on our program and see what's up with her. There's plenty of private investment and partnerships there, including Saxstone Properties resuming work on apartments in that area, and another developer expressing interest in the Fairhaven building, according to Mayor Peter Nystrom. You can build critical mass in an area where there's investment already taking place, he said. Part of the applications for the Lower Broadway grants included preserving the building's housing nonprofits at the Norwich Arts Center. Foundation repairs are the most pressing need, but improving handicap access and installing the new HVAC fire and security alarm systems is next. Faye said uh, asked for more than 733000 for this task. Now we all have to do is cross our fingers, she said. Reliance Health's 40 Broadway facility needs a facade repair, maintenance for the roof, window replacement, and work needed to on the back deck and garden. And the request is $315,000. So there's some positive prospects in the very near future. Check it out. It was an interesting article today in the bulletin. You have any opinions on that or anything else? Or I certainly would like to hear from you. We have some time before the news at noon for you to check in. You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Congratulations to the Red Sox. They won a game last night. Oh, that was sarcastic, Stu. Mm. Actually, it was yesterday afternoon. They had a victory over the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm still hanging in there with them. I'm not one of those. Ah, ah, ah. 
Close, though. Close, though. All right, here's our little scam alert for today. Beep, 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 beep. Your driveway needs paving or repairs. Don't trust anyone to do the job. Newington police say they recently stopped an elderly woman from losing $7,600 to a suspected California con artist after he came to her home offering to seal her driveway. A lot of bad stuff with that. Better Business Bureau Scam Tracker has numerous reports of unscrupulous contractors across the country who trick homeowners with supposedly good deals. Homeowners end up with shoddy pavement or nothing at all to show for what they paid and in some cases have lost over $8,000 in the process. So it's, it's our duty, Better Business Bureau and myself, to tell you how the scam works. A contractor leaves a pamphlet or shows up at the door. They claim they've been doing work in the area and just happen to notice the condition of your driveway or sidewalk. Bada-bing, bada-boo. Since they're already working nearby, they can give you a discount, they say. If the price is agreeable, they will then ask for a large percentage of the fee up front. Paving that way for a scandal. There is some hesitancy if there is a question on the price or details about the business and its location. And once the transaction is complete, the scam contractor may disappear altogether. See you later, alligator. The contact number or email may not work quickly helping you to realize that the contact information was a sham scam. If you protest, the contractor may use intimidation tactics such as threatening a lawsuit to convince you to pay up. In other cases, once complete, the contractor's work is shoddy and unprofessional, but the full payment has been made. Reaching the company the contractor allegedly represented is impossible, or another company was copied in the process. In any of these scenarios, the chances of getting a refund or the work fixed are very slim. A lot of us would like to get the driveways done, right? So be wary of unsolicited offers. Most scams involving contractors begin with a random contractor making an effort to go out of their way to offer an estimate that was never requested. Research companies and contractors before you hire... Start with the Better Business Bureau. If the contractor has multiple negative reviews and complaints, don't hire them. That's it. Often a simple Internet research search will reveal companies or individuals who have been involved in fraudulent activities or provided unsatisfactory work to previous clients. Don't do it. That's it. Get everything in writing. Ask for an estimate in writing before payment is even discussed. Don't let a contractor start working on a project until a written, signed contract outlining start and completion dates. A detailed description of the work to be provided, material cost, payment arrangements, and warranty information is provided. Stagger payments. Most contractors will require a percentage of the total price up front, but it should never be the full price before the work has begun. Never! Instead, agree to stagger payments so that work can be inspected at various stages of the project. Use safe payment methods. Paying with a credit card provides some peace of mind since the credit card company will help you if the company is fraudulent. If you use a check, write it to a company, not an individual. Paying cash or using an electronic wallet app is risky since there is no way to stop the payment 
or get some money back if anything goes wrong. And you've been scammed by that. You know, a lot of people are afraid to say, yeah, I got scammed because we feel foolish. We've all got scammed. Just about everybody. So don't feel foolish if you've been scammed. You can help other people so they won't be. Hmm? So if you suspect that you've fallen for a contractor scam, should report it to the bbb.org slash scam tracker to help alert others to similar scams. Or you can contact... 860-740-4500, extension 103. 860-740-4500, extension 103. All right, we're here to look out for you. Better Business Bureau and WICHAM and FM kind of work together. They send me all of these updates continually, and uh, we make sure we get the message out to you quickly because we are looking out for you. Hmm? And I have learned so much from the Better Business Bureau, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's so easy to get scammed, especially if you're an honorable person. You may be more vulnerable because you think everybody's honorable. And unfortunately, that is not the case all the time. Even though I think most people are honest, there's still a percentage of people who go to any extreme to rip you off. And they, I don't know how they sleep nights, but I guess they do. Maybe they don't. Well, that would be some karma, wouldn't it? Now, how about a little polyvoo francais here?
Daddy Todd and Chanson d'Amour. See him bilingual. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. Stowe. Hey, Larry. Congratulations on the Red Sox win. Don't even talk to me about them. Okay. They're a disgrace. Cora should be fired. And uh, Martinez and uh, Ibaldi is not going to be around tomorrow. They're all, they're all. I don't like this trading stuff, the way they do this and keep players waiting on the block. They should come right out and tell them that you're not going to be here. So they don't have to worry Wait, about it anymore. Say, I don't think that's fair to the player, do you? Say that again. You don't think they're going to be in a round tomorrow, those two players? No, they're all done. Did they're I both admit? getting traded. Ebaldi, the pitcher, and um, and um, I wouldn't surprise him to get rid of the catcher. That was is that is that for real? Because I didn't hear that one. Uh, I got rumors flying around. Oh, you got rumors. Okay, okay. Yeah, now listen, the other day... Saturday's game was a, a, a the, the rookie there, Duran. He thinks he can lead off a of first base. And number one, the pitcher was uh, committing a balk. I don't know why the umpires weren't calling a balk on him. Twice he did it. But anyway, he gets picked off at first base. And what does he do? He doesn't want to get his uniform dirty. And slide head first back into first. He decides he's going to just go in standing up. Yeah, for a few he minutes I thought he... stupid play, right? For a few minutes I thought he was going to make it, but he's he's not... It's not happening with him, unfortunately. Well, so, so I, I just got back. I, I just had my eye uh, surgery this morning. Everything Very go okay? Good. Yeah, I had the cataract take oh. uh, fixed this, uh, out of my left eye this morning. I got to go back on the 29th for my, my right eye. I couldn't see anymore. Oh, Everything but... was hazy and nighttime was driving was terrible. Well, it was definitely time then for you to do that, for sure. Yeah, I've had them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, a very nice place, that a place in Waterford uh, is called uh, Constitution. Something. That's, that's where I got it done. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice place. Very professional people. Yep. Very nice people. Can't say enough about, about them people there. Yep. That's where I went. Yeah. So now I got the left eye done. This patch is driving me nuts, though. I don't know if I can keep it on until 4 o'clock. Mm. Do the best you can on that, all right? And pretty yeah. soon, when everything is set and you've had your rest with it, things are going to look much brighter, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to get it done. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so tomorrow's the deadline of 5 o'clock, and uh, uh, the DH there, what's his name, is definitely going to be uh, history. He, he's, yeah. on, uh, he's, he's, done. he's on the job. I don't know who else. You might get a few other surprises in there, believe it or not. Well, I don't want to lose Ivaldi. I mean, he was out hurt, and he hasn't come back full strength, obviously. And we, we need pitchers, and we've got yeah. to have him. So, here's the thing. Do you think it's fair, just because, once again, you've got an elite player in, in, um, in Bogarts, is it fair to the, to the management to go up to him, bring him into an office, and say, oh, you don't have to worry, you're not getting traded. So relax and, p- and play baseball. You think it's fair to the, all the other players on the team that they do it to him, to one player? Well, some of these things are last minute. You know, they're making deals in the background and nobody knows about it. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens by tomorrow. But uh, what they have, 10-game homestand, I think they won three games, right? 
Was it three? Yeah, they, I think three the most. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. three games and lost seven. You can't do that at home, Stu. No, it was a terrible. On a home state. They had one of their best Junes and one of their worst Julys ever. It's a new month, yeah. Larry. It's a new month. Hmm? Yeah, we'll see what happens now. You know, believe it or not, even with the way they're playing and the worst record that they have, they're, uh, they're still in the wild card hunt. Sure. There's no reason why they couldn't have a nine or ten game winning streak if they got their players back and get right back in it. Yeah. So, just to let you know, you're feeling he he loves sports. Oh, he's, he's a sports smart. guy. He's, he's a very sports smart guy. when it comes to sports. Yeah, he's a sports guy for sure. He's, yeah, he loves his sports. So, all right, all well, right. I wanted to call and say hi to you. I hope you had a nice vacation. It was very nice, and uh, good luck with the eye thing. I think it's going to be uh, work out great for you. Yeah, I hope so because uh, think things weren't uh, good the way they were. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> no, they're no. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you have a good morning. I'll talk to you a little later. Thanks, Larry. All right. WICH with Stu Cataracts. They say everybody starts to get one when you're about 40 years old. But you don't have to get it right away. But there are indications, you know, that "Mm, something doesn't look right here. I don't know. So talk to your ophthalmologist, your eye doctor, whomever. I got both of them done. Not at the same time. You don't get both at the same time. It'd be nice if you could get it all over with, but no, it's it's one at a time. So this isn't any surprise, is it? Certainly, I feel like this. Most voters say no thanks to a Biden-Trump rematch. I don't want to see it. First of all, Joe Biden is not going to run again, period. Donald Trump is going to try to run again. But most of us would like to see two other candidates go against each other. And now that's come out that most people feel the same way. Both men have indicated that they plan to launch bids for second terms. Voters are unenthusiastic about a replay of the 2020 contest. In a new USA Today poll, 65% of registered voters, including half of Democrats, don't want President Biden to run for another term. It's not going to. 68% of voters, including a third of Republicans, don't want former President Trump to run again either. Among independent voters, the swing group in most elections, more than 7 in 10 are opposed to each of them running. Honestly, we've had enough. Honestly, anybody else, said John Batron, 36, of Texas, I don't want anybody else. I want somebody really good. He's a software developer. A Democrat was among those called in the poll. We know what we're getting with Trump and Biden, he said, saying he would like to have some other choices. Americans express overwhelming dissatisfaction with both major parties and broad support for a third party, an idea that has proven difficult to execute in the past. The weariness and weariness toward both Biden and Trump, even among a fair share of those who voted for them two years ago, could create openings for potential challengers. Yeah, there's a lot we can think of. Polls that are taken two years before presidential elections have a sorry record of predicting who will prevail to win the nomination. and the White House, they typically measure name identification as much as political prospects. Or we want to know how good-looking they are. Hmm? Or if they live in my state. (laughs) That's what we judge people on. What is striking, though, is the 
eagerness of most Americans to support candidates beyond those who are now the faces of the Democrat and Republican parties. That sentiment might be factor for Biden or Trump as they weigh whether to run, and it could affect the calculations of would-be challengers. Knowing Donald Trump's personality, there's no way he's not going to try to run. As far as Joe Biden, that's not going to happen. It's obviously not going to happen, but I guess it, it's popular to say that you will run again. The survey of 1,000 registered voters taken by landline and cell phone on July 22nd to the 25th has a margin of error of plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. On Trump's heels, we have Ron DeSantis. Right? Among seven possible GOP candidates, Trump finishes first, 43%. I'm surprised. DeSantis is second, 34%. Former Vice President Mike Pence is 7%. Four other prospects trailed at 1% to 3%. But when the Republicans' first and second choices for the nomination are combined, a way to measure the breadth of a candidate's potential support, DeSantis narrowly leads Trump, 64% choose DeSantis as their first or second choice compared with 57% who choose Trump. With the Donald, there is no second choice to speak of. You're either voting for him or you will never vote for him, according to uh, some people from the Political Research Center. DeSantis, however, captures many more second choices, which means that if and when other Republican opponents eventually drop out, it would be DeSantis who benefits. To be sure, Trump retains a fervent backing of core voters. He did a lot of things for us. I agree with that. He did a lot of things for the country. But his personality, in my opinion, just kills it. Absolutely killed it. He lowered prices. The market was great. Cost of living was great. I agree, I agree, I agree. We were more secure in the country. But his personality is so explosive that Mm. Majority of Republicans didn't cite Trump as their choice for the nomination in 2024. 49% preferred another candidate and 8% were undecided. It's an interesting little poll here. I think Biden has definitely shown that there's probably a limit to the age of what a president should be. And, you know, Trump isn't any younger than that. Trump is pushing 82, isn't he? Right? Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney finished fourth in the poll, albeit a distant fourth at 3%. She is Trump's nemesis, booted out of the House GOP leadership, and now co-chair of the House committee investigating January 6th assault on the Capitol. Cheney was chosen by 13 of the 414 Republican primary voters surveyed. That was enough to edge out former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. I'm surprised Nikki Haley. I thought she would be up there, huh? Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Very surprised that they didn't get higher votes. Democratic contenders in a bunch. Several potential GOP candidates have signaled they are likely to run for the nomination, even if Trump does, in contrast. Among the Democrat primary voters, Vice President Kamala Harris, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders... Talk about redundancy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, same people. 
Alexandria Cortez, Gavin Newsom. Oh, damn it, Newsom. You wanted to... I mean, they got to come up with some better than that. I don't know whether you're a Republican or Democrat. Good grief. How about a news break and a lunch break and a lunchtime oldie break? Looking forward to giving it a lot of fun. I got some interesting musical stories, too, for you that I think you will enjoy. Personality Radio, AM 1310 in Norwich. We're on FM 2 now, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich with 76 degrees. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. We're hearing from the people at Eastern Kentucky whose lives have been shattered by destructive flooding. Right now, there's still two foot of water in there. The refrigerator's turned upside down. The stove's turned over. The deep freezer's upside down. The washer and the dryer's laying on their back. The beds is floated around the room. And this morning, the governor, Andy Bashir put the death toll at 30 from last week's disaster. He says that number will keep going higher. The effort now, he says, is to reach people who've been cut off. One challenge we have is is those folks that I that say live on the other side of a, a major creek and have lost their bridge don't have a way to get over. And we're working on that right now. What are some temporary bridging? We can call out. We can see that they are okay. More heavy rain could hit that area later today. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has more on a Northern California wildfire that is suddenly the state's largest. The blaze is threatening hundreds of structures in Northern California's Siskiyou County, already destroying several homes and a community hall. When this fire came, it traveled from the top of that ridge downhill in the space of maybe 15 minutes. Officials say 60 people were rescued from a section of the famed Pacific Coast hiking trail. Right now, there are 50 Four large fires burning in 13 states. Now to Washington, CBS's Stephen Portnoy has the latest on President Biden's latest bout with COVID. The isolation continues as the president is still testing positive, though his doctor says he's feeling well. Mr. Biden was supposed to be at his home in Delaware today, and he was set to travel to Michigan tomorrow. But the continued uncertainty over when the president will finally clear the virus has led to a bit of scheduling paralysis. Aides to the First Lady say Dr. Biden continues testing negative. She remains in Delaware and was last with the president on July 20th. There's a positive development from the war-torn Ukraine area. A ship is on the move. The merchant vessel Razone is loaded with two commodities in short supply, corn and hope. Corn and hope, says the U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres, hailing the first agricultural shipment out of the port of Odessa in months, first of many hoped for under new agreements signed by Ukraine and Russia. There's a ruling in the case of a star NFL player, as we hear from CBS's Jim Crisula. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. That comes amid accusations of sexual misconduct made against Watson by two dozen women in Texas. He played for Houston for four seasons before being traded to Cleveland in March. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 75 points. The Nasdaq is up 72 This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 
Dick Morris says Donald Trump is running again. It's all in his new bestseller, The Return. Find out Trump's secret plan for 2024 and his coming big surprise. The Return says Trump faces three big threats, including Hillary Clinton. Still, Dick Morris says Trump can win. Newsmax says The Return is the book of the year. An Amazon number one bestseller. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Go to thereturn911.com. That's thereturn911.com. If you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. We're discovering more about the family tree of the world's richest man. Elon Musk's father, Errol, tells an Australian radio show it's not his Tesla founder son, who's the apple of his eye, but his younger brother. Although he's only a single billion, I mean, you know, one billion. He's my pride and joy, Kimball. Kimball Musk operates the kitchen restaurant group in the U.S. His 76-year-old dad downplayed his eldest's success on Australia's Kiss FM and took a swipe at those photos showing Elon shirt on a boat in Greece. Errol says he owns a Bentley, a Rolls, and a Mercedes, but not a Tesla. He's fathered nine children with four different women, including two with his 34-year-old stepdaughter. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The National Park Service has cut off access to the world's tallest living tree. It's in California. Habitat surrounding the redwood tree called Hyperion has been damaged by visitors. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. 800-711-6818. I was 53, divorced, and ready to get back out there. I was unsure about dating sites, but I signed up for Silver Singles and quickly met Lily. Mark and Lily rediscovered the romance they deserve on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for 50-plus singles who know what they want. Lily is a lover of the great outdoors, like me, and we instantly connected over it. If you're like Mark and want to rediscover that feeling, sign up today at silversingles.com slash love. That's silversingles.com slash love. The 60s and the 70s, they're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310.
Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. Red, red wine, you make me feel so grand. I feel a million dollar when you're just in my hand. Red, red wine, you make me feel so sad. Anytime I see you go, it make me feel bad. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Monkey packing music on the panda, sweet red wine. Red, red wine, you give me holy pazing. Holy pazing, make me do my own thing. Red, red wine, you really know how we love. You're kind of loving like a blessing from above. Red, red wine, I love you right from the start. Right from the start, with all of my heart. Red, red wine in the 80s style. Red, red wine in a modern beat style. Yeah. break today thanks for taking a musical break with us hey to bachelors i don't know if they're still bachelors here's one of their hits
there. I wonder if uh, octopus hug each other. That would be a tangled mess, wouldn't it? I never thought of that, but, you know, hugging is nice, and I wonder if they try it probably once, and that would be enough. All right, I, I've, I've mentioned this before. This is a really nice musical story, so give me your attention for about a minute, all right? What are you doing? Okay, driving this. Okay, i got to tell you this story. A gentleman by the name of Ernest Evans was a singer, never had a hit song. He's from the Philadelphia area, and he became friendly with Dick Clark. All right, so Dick Clark and Ernest Evans were friends. A gentleman by the name of uh, Hank Ballard. created a dance called The Twist. You know, he had a number of hits, and he thought, hey, let's put in, everybody was coming out with songs uh, about dancing and dances different. And so he said, oh, we'll do a dance called The Twist. And he recorded it, and he was supposed to appear on the Dick Clark program, and for some reason he canceled and didn't go on the show. So Dick Clark, who was friendly with Ernest Evans said you know Hank Ballard has a good song called The Twist why don't you uh, record that song and see how you do with it he's a little upset with Hank Ballard because he didn't come on the program which would have given the the song a lot of uh, popularity perhaps he said but we got to change your name so Dick Clark came up with a name for Ernest Evans as Hey, let's, how about a name like uh, Chubby Checker? Let's go with that. So Ernest said, okay, good deal. He had a contract with Cameo Records, so he recorded the twist. And it became one of the most popular dances ever. He made millions and millions of dollars from that and other songs that he sang. But first, I want to play for you the original song by Hank Ballard who created the twist, and this is the song that got barely any listenership.
Most people, if they heard that, they say, oh, that's Chubby Checker and the Twist. I know that song. I know that song. Well, that wasn't Chubby Checker. There was a guy who created the twist by the name of Hank Ballard. Now, getting on the Dick Clark show was like a newcomer going on Johnny Carson's show. You would get so much recognition, you'd premiere your new song. But for some reason, Hank Ballard did not show up for that. So Dick Clark said, hey... This is a good song. He had a good ear for music, obviously. Chubby Checker recorded the twist, went on Dick Clark's show, sang the song, and you know what happened after that. He became the uh, twist king. See if there's much difference between the Hank Ballad version and this one.
Tommy Checker never wrote any of his hits. Hank Ballard wrote all of his hits. I wonder what Hank thought when he said, hey, it's my song, but I guess you can do that. I'm sure Hank made a lot of money, I would hope, on the royalties from creating the twist and writing it. But Chubby Checker, many you know, people say, oh, who sang the twist? It was Chubby Checker. But it was first done by Hank Ballard. But Hank Ballard had a couple of other hits. He was very, very, very good. Here's one of them. to have interviewed Hank Ballard and asked him all about that and I'm sure he was pleased that his twist became so popular and pretty amazing stuff Stu's lunchtime oldie break glad you could join us we do a little bit of everything every day from noon to one as far as today's weather pretty consistent mostly sunny today temperature could hit 90 although we dipped a little bit Tuesday a mix of sun and clouds chance of a late day storm humid temperatures 90 85 at the shore 
78 in the water. And right now it has dipped a little bit, which is kind of surprising as the clouds are rolling in some 76 degrees dreaming of a new car a new home a little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality and at Scient federal credit union we make money management easier at Scient federal credit union you will be treated as a member not just a number we are committed to improving our members lives with creative financial solutions our helpful responsive and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams visit our website to find out how you can receive custom Customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA, Scient Federal Credit Union. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, Norwich. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Playing Field. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. Bank Street will be closed to traffic from 4 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. Many Bank Street restaurants will have tables in the street for dinner. There will also be local vendors, and this month, they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. The New London Big Band will be one of the groups performing. Fireworks at 9 from the Water Street parking garage. Eat in the Street is this Thursday, brought to you by the City of New London, Downtown New London Association, and powered by Foxwoods Resort Casino. Don't you just love summer? There's so many things going on, so many fairs and festivals and lots of food, lots of food, lots of celebrations. And then, of course, be time to bring out the shovel. No, maybe for the sand, but not the snow yet.
Here's a rare earth. Little celebration with them, rare earth. Very rare. He can't get them to sing right now, but don't go away, folks. We'll have that for you in just a little bit on WICHAM 1310, and you know we're on FM too. That's right, FM, AM. Stew with you till 2 p.m. I'm determined to get this song on, and I will sooner or later. In the meantime, here are the Bee Gees. Well, yes, it's rough when you owe a lot. Sometimes computers just don't work that good. You know, hey. So, oh, it's I.O. All right. <laughs> Interesting BG songs that you, you don't hear very often, but they're certainly uh, good to bring back once in a while on our WICH Dubroyer Lunchtime Oldies. Now, let's try that Rare Earth song that I was trying to get work in the old computer here. You know, we have uh, all kinds of songs on vinyl, CDs, computers. No, no 8-tracks anymore. 
Okay, we're celebrating all the fun of the summer. Ah, celebrate another day of living. Let's have a celebration. to invite us, okay? I'll bring the dip. Hey, you gotta have the dip, otherwise you know, take your potato chips straight. Ooh. I want to celebrate the wonderful career of Aretha Franklin, one of her big hits.
As Jerry Lewis would say, I think she likes him. Never loved a man like I love you. Aretha Franklin with Stu on WICH. It's our lunchtime oldie break, trying to mix him up a little bit different from other oldies mixer-uppers. Let's see, what year should we go to? It's easy we can do it because we have the yearly man here. 1966.
Stu is with you Monday, Monday, Monday. How about a couple of needy songs here? You don't realize how much I need you. Love you all the time and never leave you. Please come on back to me. I'm lonely. Said you had a thing or two to tell me How was I to know you would upset me I didn't realize As I looked in your eyes You told me Oh yes, you told me You don't want my loving anymore That's when it hurt me I'm feeling like this I just can't go on anymore Please remember how I feel about you I could never really live without you So come on back and see Just what you mean to me Indeedy, he's needy. Uh, some songs have the same title, but they're different songs. So here's another needy song, this one by America. We used to laugh, we used to cry, we used to bow our heads then, wonder why. And now you're gone, I guess I'll carry on. The best for what you've left to me Left to me Left to me I need you Like the flower needs the rain You know I need you Guess I'll start it all again You know I need you Spring, you know, I need you. I need you. And every day, I'd laugh the hours away. Just knowing you were thinking of me. And then it came. 
our needy medley on WICH AM and FM 94.5 FM and 1310 on your AM dial we have our lunchtime oldie break every day hope you enjoy it with us got another interesting musical story so stay with me because you're going to find this one very interesting 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running low, Irish Springs Pool Water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs Pool Water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I could help you get lucky. (laughs) Not on your little green life. (laughs) Irish Springs Pool Water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs Pool Water. Hey, come on, darling. The water's great. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. How about a song you can sing along with? I think you've heard this enough to uh, know at least a lot of the lyrics. Here are the Cliftones. Heart and soul. Tell me time, 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 
Oh, my heart and soul, that's a lot of stealing there. So this is an interesting story. You got a minute? It's okay, I'll wait. You know, it's just finishing the dishes or whatever you're up to. I think we all know that Paul McCartney is a musical genius by now. I mean, he wrote so many songs, a lot of them with John Lennon, and a lot of them he wrote by himself. And when you're a songwriter and you're a musician, music goes through your head all the time. And you think, well, did somebody else... Get that melody, and uh, you know, da 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 da. da. And it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. I'm sure it isn't easy, because there are not too many geniuses like Paul McCartney. So one night he was thinking of this melody in his head, and he's saying, ah, da, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he thought, well, I think this could, I could make this into a hit song, but I want to make sure that I didn't hear it from some other song, because I don't want to get sued and all that jazz. So, you know, he used to sit down on the piano and play the melody all the time, lots and lots of times, 10, 15, 20 times a day. And then he wrote some words to it. So this is the words original of the song yesterday. Scrambled eggs, have some mustard with some Munster cheese. Put your dishes in the wash bin, please, so I can clean these scrambled eggs. Join me, do... There are lots of eggs for me and you. I've got ham and cheese and bacon too. So go get two and join me do. Fried or sunny side just are not right. The mix bowl begs, quick, go get a pan. And we'll scramble up some eggs, 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 eggs. Scrambled eggs, good for breakfast. Dinner time, okay. Brunch, too. Don't buy six or twelve, and we'll have lunch on scrambled eggs. (laughs) So, believe it or not, with the melody of the song yesterday, he was trying to put a song together called Scrambled Eggs. And after fiddling it for a long time, realized that, hmm... He didn't want to end up with egg on his face. And this was the final product of that melody, which became one of the biggest Beatles songs ever. Paul McCartney did the solo, of course. Yesterday All my troubles seemed so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know she I said something wrong now I long for yesterday 
yesterday Love was such an easy game to play I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Why she had to go, I don't know She wouldn't say Love was such an easy game to play I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday mm -hmm. oh, He never got sued because there was no one else's melody the closest was a song called Answer Me, My Love by Nat King Cole with a couple of similar lyrics, but not enough for a lawsuit. And it became one of the most popular songs that Paul McCartney ever wrote yesterday. Originally, it was going to be scrambled eggs, have some mustard with some Munster cheese, put your dishes in the wash bin, please, so I can clean these scrambled eggs. Imagine somebody just tuning in. Yep, he's really losing it this time, huh? Here's one of the most beautiful instruments ever. Acker Bilk. There's a vocal version of that song I'll play sometime for you. Yes, Andy Williams sang it. Stranger on the Shore. It's your number one local connection personality radio, WICH AM 1310 and 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. After the news, a very interesting guest about um, rehabilitation. For those who have talk about that, it's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. 
I'm Steve Kathan. At least 30 are known dead after the eastern Kentucky flood disaster, and some people remain cut off because of washed-out roads and bridges. But Governor Andy Bashir says... About some good news. Cell service is getting back up. Absolutely critical in response to a disaster. Helps people find their loved ones. It will lead to more good news. On the downside, he says more rain could be coming, so more people might have to start over. Truck driver Reed Miller was on the road when his eastern Kentucky home was flooded after historic rainfall. It's worse than what I thought it'd be. Miller's home is still swamped. Right now, there's still two foot of water in there. Rebecca Mullins lives in hard-hit Knott County, where more than 10 people lost their lives in the flooding. You have church people that's worse than we're blessed. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir says hundreds are still unaccounted for. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Now to Northern California, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is covering the major wildfire that broke out Friday and is now the state's largest. Officials are urging residents to take evacuation orders seriously. The Sheriff's Department confirming over the weekend they found two people dead in their car in their driveway. It appears they were overcome by flames. And sizing up the northwest heat wave, at least nine deaths in Oregon are blamed on it, and state climatologist Larry O'Neill says... This heat wave isn't as intense as last year for the most parts, but it is uh, of course much longer. Now it's about twice as long as the heat wave was last year. Well, the White House says President Biden remains positive for COVID, but is feeling well and working in isolation, dealing with his rebound case. Overseas... A ship filled with corn leaves Odessa, Ukraine, first agricultural shipment since the war began. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres. What we have witnessed today in Odessa is an important starting point. It must be the first of many commercial ships bringing relief and stability to global food markets. 22 million tons of grain and other goods have been stuck in Ukrainian ports for months. Now to Cleveland. Reporter Greg Saber says punishment has come down for one of the game's most exciting quarterbacks. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games and there will be no fine. That's the ruling by former federal judge Sue Robinson. If the NFL appeals this decision, it goes to the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Watson has settled most of the two dozen civil suits brought against him alleging sexual misconduct. Wall Street right now, markets are slipping a bit. The Dow is down a little more than two points. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil, and you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $150 a barrel. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-278-7455. You'll be calling directly to the home office of Encore Energy. That's 1-800-278-7455.
Today is World Lung Cancer Day, a day to raise awareness about the leading cause of cancer deaths in the U.S. A new American Lung Association survey shows nearly 70% of Americans are not familiar with the availability of lung cancer screening for early detection. Dr. David Tom Cook is the Chief of General Thoracic Surgery at UC Davis Health. Of all the Americans who are candidates, only 5% of Americans undergo lung cancer screening. Guidelines now recommend screening for people between age 50 and 80 with a 20-pack year smoking history. And current smokers are ones who have quit within the last 15 years. Donya Backus, CBS News. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi held talks today in Singapore. She began her Asian tour there. Malaysia, South Korea, and Japan are on her schedule. China's foreign ministry warned there will be serious consequences if Pelosi visits Taiwan. Steve Kaith and CBS News. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, it's a pleasure to have with me this afternoon a writer of over uh, 13 books. Written a lot of books, a lot of articles, and uh, it's got a topic I think you'll all be interested in about those that have uh, served in prison and can they be rehabilitated? And we'll get into it right now with Mary Mitchell. Hi, Mary. Hi there. Good morning, Stu. Welcome to our uh, radio station and the program. Very interesting uh, reading about you, and you've corresponded with somebody in prison for many, many years. Uh, what motivated you to do this? And tell us a little bit about the background. All right, thank you. Well, I love to write, and at one point for seven years, I wrote monthly magazine articles on the power of our mind and the power of positive thinking. And this gentleman, Michael, he's been in prison, he's in prison for life since he was 19, and he read those, and he, he wrote to me and said, would this philosophy help me adjust to being in prison in life without parole? Well, of course. So we've been corresponding 13 years, and over that time, he has transformed from being a deadly gangster to what I call a prison Buddha. And now he teaches other prisoners, especially these young kids that come in that are scared to death, that there's another way of adjusting to prison, prison life. And in February, we published our book of letters, and the title was My Search for Ancient Wisdom, One Prisoner's Journey of Transformation. And it just, it's all our letters for those 13 years. So it's, it's quite an amazing, quite an amazing book. So... Hopefully he has passed along this uh, information that he got from you to other prisoners and could be a domino yeah, effect. He now, yeah, he, he's now comfortable with being in prison for life. And his motto is, each one, teach one. And that's his goal every day. Let me help someone else adjust. So it's it's quite a wonderful thing. and I, uh, But yet, you know, it's still difficult because... When you're in a supermax prison, the guards don't always like that, helping one another. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm concerned about why teens should not be held in solitary confinement and that they can be redeemed, because Michael entered prison as a gangster, and he spent months, of many, many months in solitary and in January 2021, there was a prison riot where he was, and I don't know how it happened, but his right arm and his wrist were broken, and 
the only medical attention he received was Tylenol and told to drink a lot of water. <laughs> and they threw him into solitary for nine months. And when the nine months was over, the panel reviewed his paperwork and they said, well, let's just make it a year. So in January 2022, he was allowed out. And they immediately transferred him to another prison where they didn't know who he was, so they threw him into solitary for another 30 days so they could study him. So he has a lot of experience in solitary, and, and uh, there's a lot of organizations that are really trying to get government to stop throwing teenagers in solitary confinement. Mary, for those, we always hear about solitary confinement, and people think, well, was it a closet? What, what exactly uh, is the difference solitary confinement? Well, that's a good question. You know, the first experiment of solitary confinement was in 1829 at a penitentiary in Pennsylvania. They were holding people for 23 hours a day in individual cells with a steel door and no other visibility. And the only objects in the room consisted of a bed, a toilet, and a sink. And they were served their meals through a tiny slot in the door and only interacted with guards when they were shackled before being escorted to the shower or for other reasons. Mm -hmm. And this is very much how solitary confinement continues today. Now, when they did that, they thought that that isolation would lead the prisoners to real deep reflection and penitence for whatever they did. But actually what happened is most of those participants committed suicide. And yet there's no evidence that solitary has any legitimate purpose. And so it's used rapidly, rampantly throughout the federal, state, and jail systems in our country. It appears, Mary, that this guy in life in prison, he must have done some terrible things. Can you share what he was originally in prison for? Murder. Mm-hmm. He. It was interesting because as a, as a teenager, his, his uh, father died and his mother had to work. So every day, all summer long, she would put him in the library and he'd be there all day long. And that was his world. He had a whole world to study, so he's quite, quite knowledgeable. But then his two uncles came back from Vietnam. One got a wife and set, went into raising a family. The other became a gangster, and he thought that was a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. So he let his uncle teach him how to shoot, and somehow, anyway, he, he was put in prison for murder. What was it with uh, some of the things that you wrote that you can share with us now that really caught his attention and made him feel differently about things. That he was in control of his life. He was in control over everything he did. I didn't give him any slack. Because what we focus on, we're we're like little magnets of the energy field around us. And we draw to us what we're focused on. And so if he was focused on being a bad guy and getting even with somebody, he attracted those experiences. Mm-hmm. When he realized that everybody is doing what's in their best interest at every moment, even when you're in prison, it shifted his whole idea about prison. Oh, the guards were there in their best interest. The, the people working in the kitchen were there in their best interest. And he started seeing it from that, from that place, and he said, I've got to regain my humanity. That was it. That was a turning point. 
And so he has uh, done many spiritual practices like meditation and contemplation. But he's really um, focused himself on being a strong person and yet a kind person and helping others. You know, for me, I'm just so admiring of him because when there was that prison riot and he was in the hole for nine months, I said, how did you do it? I mean, in solitary for nine months. And he wrote me a paper. And he gave me his top eight, or top ten tips for being in solitary. And apparently when you're in solitary, you get some level of anxiety. Typically he sees that. And you don't want to leave your cell because you know the guards are going to come in and toss your stuff and take stuff from you. But he said... Be very productive in everything you do. Read as much as you can. Study as much as you can. And leave the cell every opportunity you have. Go to the shower. Go to medical. Because that will destroy that anxiety. Because they're going to flip your cell anyway. But when you start easily going out of the cell, the guards think, hey, he's got nothing to hide. And always leave. Intend not to look back. Don't leave with fear. He says to write, write, write letters to family and loved ones and file grievances with the prison when you think something needs to be rectified because the administration hates to hates prisoners that file paperwork and make them actually do something else. And he said you have a better opportunity to be released earlier uh, if you file a lot of grievances than the person who never complains. Really? About That's you. interesting. Yeah. So yeah, did he? I thought that was yeah. I yeah. thought that was too. Did he partake in this prison riot? Was he a part of it, or just one of those that just was caught in the middle? I don't. He know. didn't. Yeah, he didn't tell me, and I didn't ask. I figure mm-hmm. your arm broken in two places back in solitary. I don't need to dig into that. Yeah, I'd rather be supportive of him. And your correspondence through the years, um, thirteen. Uh, did he show a lot of any remorse, a lot of remorse in his letters of, like, why did I do that? Or Abs- yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, teenagers, they're still developing. Their, the neurons in their brains are still developing. And so he was, he was very much caught up in his uncle's gangster attitudes. And the neurons in the brain, they transmit information. And so if you don't get the right information to pass through, and uh, develop in your brain, you get all kinds of strange disorders. Now, Mary, yeah, as you know, that we have a big crime problem in the country now with gang violence, and if this information got to some young people, you know, 13, 14, even as young as 11, committing heinous crimes, and uh, we also have a system that doesn't give any sentences to some people who do crimes that are very, very dangerous and they're out with no bond and that doesn't help anybody. Um, how do you address very, that? very bizarre time. Yeah. What kind of it message really could you get to these young people who are so vulnerable as this guy was being influenced, joining gangs and uh, nip it in the bud? Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to figure out how to do that, but it's not easy. No, it's not. Um, there are several organizations, though, that are focused on 
solitary confinement for teens, like the Mount Sinai School of Medicine, they, they found that that creates long-term disruptions in their social behavior and their learning behavior. And there's another group called Solitary Watch. It's a national watchdog group. And their research in 2021 showed that more than 80,000 men, women, and children were held in solitary at any one time. Mm-hmm. To me, that's shocking. We're not, we're not solving that problem, you know. At some point, they'll get out. Now what? And then the United Nations even says solitary is inhumane and rises off into the level of torture, and they've asked all their members of the United Nations to eliminate solitary or at least no more than 14 days for youth and pregnant women. Oh, heaven forbid. (laughs) And then there's another group that's called Stop Solitary for Kids because it's still so rampant. And when they're in solitary, they don't get education, they don't get mental health services, they don't get drug treatment. So um, it's a really tough situation, and so my interest in being corresponding, I have four prisoners I correspond with, but I also write a lot of letters in support of these groups. What can I do today? Hey, I can write another letter. So what can we do, uh, Mary, when it comes to, you know, forget solitary confinement, uh, people that commit crimes, you know, repeated burglaries, things like that. What can we teach in the regular prison environment that would give you a better chance that when they do get paroled or let out that they're gonna, not going to be repeat offenders. Right. One of the uh, prisoners I correspond with, he has decided he's done with prison. <laughs> and he's been in and out of the youth authority since he was six years old. He said, I'm really done. And so at the prison, he takes every education opportunity he, he can. He's self-learner. Uh, he's learned to fix the trucks of the guards of the prison, and he's really throwing himself out there. And I think you just shouldn't give up, but they need opportunities. They need mm-hmm. the avenues for which to learn new things and realize, hey, life's not over. So we can do, you think we can do a lot more with the prison system on uh, rehabilitating people in that system by giving them lots of different opportunities? Yeah, there are some organizations are saying instead of solitary, um, give them written assignments, give them uh, different access to the canteen, to events. Use it as a reward. Or use it as a reward for good behavior. And if they're in solitary, let them have some personal hygiene items, or more gym time, or more visitation, mm-hmm. more access to the library. Because if you're in in your if you're in there 23 hours a day with nothing, um, it's tough. Now, some prisons will let them have books and things or letters, but um, the whole system needs a, a good reorganization. And well, the supermax prisons that have been the ones being built mm-hmm. have more solitary cells than any other. Would you feel but, confident, Mary, if, um, did you say his name is Michael? This Yes. If he was let out of prison tomorrow, that he would not reoffend. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> no, he he already has. He's already developed his profile. He's going to be a speaker. He's going to write. He's going to get a job. He's going to. 
he's got it all figured out. He he just hopes he can do that if they let him out instead of just dying in prison. Mm-hmm. He just turned 50, so there's a lot of time ahead of him. And he went in when he was 19. Yeah. That's right. So when did you get the background on this uh, very important information that he looked at, enjoyed, and and really appears to have changed his life around? What did you get, have your background on that? Well, when I was uh, um, I was ten when my dad died, and my mom had to go to work to raise myself and my brother, and she was always positive. I I couldn't believe how positive she was. So then I was about sixteen, and I saw this book, The Power of Positive Thinking, oh, Roman yes. Vincent Peale, mm-hmm. and I read it, and I went, "That's my mother." <laughs> <laughs> Too bad she didn't and write it. Yeah, I read it, and I really, I really, you know embraced it and so i've used it all my life i'm 75 as of friday and i've I've used it in all my work and it's always just worked wonders i've just had great careers and and then i became a minister and a chaplain served at the crisis center here in reading for Mm -hmm. a while before covid showed up and just made some wonderful friends there with the the clients who were staying there you know, there's something about being positive that is, it's uplifting. It's like you meet somebody and you're smiling, they'll smile back at you. You know, it's your right. attitude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, yeah. Uh, Mary. You said you have many other books. Uh, what, what kind of subjects are those? Well, one is uh, 32 Lessons in Metaphysics and the Power of the Mind, because metaphysics is the study of the energy field that we that we exist in and um, by using the power of the mind in positive ways and drawing positive things to us it, it just changes our lives so it's I came up with 32 talks on on the power of metaphysics so it's 32 easy lessons in metaphysics by Am- it's in Amazon just like our book the um, Michael's Letters, uh, My Search for Ancient Wisdom. And then I wrote another one called Engaging Grace, which is the same thing, different, different approach to it, how we engage grace in our life by tapping into the positive energy and using that. And it just brings beautiful experiences into our life and beautiful people. And then when I was working in the pulp and paper industry, I I had to hire a log buyer because I was responsible for bringing all the wood fiber to the pulp mill to make paper. And it was time to buy some logs to do this, too. And, and we're constantly negotiating with sawmills and suppliers. And he didn't know the proper way to negotiate. So I, I thought about how I learned negotiation. And I made, I wrote all the ideas up, 10 tips for successful negotiation and it seems so simple like plain vanilla like plain vanilla ice cream Mm -mm. and so I called it the plain vanilla approach to negotiation and he started using it and immediately he was a lot more successful and so I have that on my website available for free to people give me one give me one tip from it one tip 
Well, you can well, give me more than one if you want. Is, <laughs> I'll negotiate with you for more than one. The first is always remember that whoever you're negotiating with is not negotiating in your best interest. <laughs> That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I had so many because I was a woman in a pretty male-dominated field who tried to intimidate me. And I would immediately go into the negotiating room off in their office and ignore their ego wall, ignore everything they had set up to intimidate me. And this one guy's office, he was a millionaire, he had every head of every animal in Africa on his wall. And he proceeded to sit me on a couch six inches below his desk. I mean, it was so silly. And um, you just ignore it all because when they have to approach you like that, they aren't prepared. <laughs> I see. That's a little uh, so, stuffed intimidation. Yeah. 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 So if they've got a bunch of ego stuff on the wall, plaques, pictures, fish, whatever, totally ignore it because they're counting on that to show you that they are more important and they've got, they're really more important. If I ignore it and say, okay, let's get down to negotiating this, this contract, they're like, I thought we'd be talking for 15 minutes about my stuff on the wall. No, no, I, I've got to do this and get on to other things. And so usually they aren't prepared, and that just gives you an edge. Good for you. Little common sense things that people should be using, and you put it all in. Uh, people get this online? Is that how they get it? Or Yes. Um, my website's dr, Dr. Dr. Mary Mitchell.com. And there's, it's only four pages, and on one page are my books and that brochure that I'd be happy to send anyone. Dr. Dr. And it has a scoop of a, it has a scoop of vanilla ice cream on the front page. <laughs> really? Should we get it before it melts, or what do you think? <laughs> That's cute. That's very, uh, you're a very interesting person. Um, well, you happy birth, happy belated birthday. I hope you have a wonderful year. So. <laughs> What else? Are you working on anything else at the moment? or? Oh, I, I have started a radio program Good on a local you. community radio station, KKRN mm-hmm. 88.5. But um, it's called Off the Shelf with Mary. It's a half-hour program where I highlight two of my favorite nonfiction books. And I'm just having a blast with it. And um, that's, that's really fun, although I realize how much work a weekly radio, radio program takes so yeah if you want to do a good job it's a lot of work and certainly. I'm like mm. oh my god <laughs> give me I, I need one good yeah, tip so for, I need one good tip for the summer on a non-fiction book that you would recommend I know there's a lot oh of oh my them. god well <clears throat> my search for ancient wisdom but any science books I love love science and um, oh gosh I'm looking here well I'll I'll have to think about that. Yeah, sure. I'm uh, looking for books. I don't. I usually look for nonfiction books, real true life stories. It's a great. So, yeah. uh, does your family yeah. have the great attitude that you have about things? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, my brother works for an ambulance company, and he. All of his clients, everybody he takes everywhere, they just love him. Mm. He's really up. Yeah, he'll say, hey, you want to go through the park? What's your favorite music? Let me play it for you. It's just, 
Boy, it means so yeah, much, my mom doesn't was it? Great. Mm-hmm. And it all comes from your mom. Yeah. Passed it right along it did. through the whole family. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a pleasure speaking with you. It's uh, an interesting type of interview today that I wanted to get to, and I've always believed that there must be better ways for those in prison to get rehabilitated than just go and serve your time and get out, and you never really know what's going to happen with them, and you always hope that they've learned something, but maybe there's more room to learn other things that we should be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's another booklet there on my site. It's called There Is Another Way. And um, it's came about through our letters, my letters with Michael. So, And you still yeah. continue them to this day, writing to Michael? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. In fact, the cover of the book, uh, he, he came up with the cover because he's African-American. It has that feeling. But my other prisoner, Charles, realized he was an artist. And so I said, hey, Charles, would you take these ideas and, and uh, create a cover for this book? And he did, and it's awesome really cool well, that's and great. I have 21 of his 21 pieces of his art in the book also but they're black and white but you can see how talented he is so these books we can get them available online or just by going to your website or um, either it, Amazon's always good because you get them really quick <laughs> okay in fact I've got the books linked to Amazon so if you click on it you'll go right to Amazon Keep up the good work. I hope you have a wonderful year. And uh, keep up that wonderful attitude. We need it. Because we're seeing a lot of... Oh, Stu, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was listening to a couple of your shows uh, yet this morning, and you have just got a fascinating show. Oh, thank you. It's a little bit of everything, and I like that. I try to do that. And uh, we see too many frowns today. We need uh, more smiles from someone like you. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate the call. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Interesting. We wish her a lot of luck. We need more folks like Mary. Mary is uh, quite something, huh? Mary Mitchell. All right, 889-5252 at WICH. Certainly we want people, when they're released from jail, we want them to be more confidence in themselves. We want them to have learned things. They want them to be rehabilitated. And maybe we can cut down on crime that is repeated. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I, um, you know, it's just strange. This morning I was out and about and I was thinking of something over the weekend pertaining to exactly what you brought up, which is ironic. And when I was listening to uh, Mary Mitchell, she's a one-on-one. She writes books on this one person who has 31 years, and that was one of my questions, but I didn't call in. How old is he today? 31 years in. You said he's uh, 50. He's 50 years old. Huh? He's 50 years old now. Yeah. Well, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so over the weekend... I had time, and I was just curious, uh, the burning question of, you know, the justice system, which I told you I don't believe in, and every time something happened, there's a person who has uh, pages of previous convictions and offenses, and I'm wondering, how is that 
that they're back out and they're doing the same thing. So after watching uh, uh, CTN, which is, it, it was a segment on, uh, it's like the pardons and parole segment, mm-hmm. where these prisoners are up for parole and they're against the board and they said what they previously did, but because they were given things in prison like uh, reduction off their uh, sentences of like three days a month on good behavior, mm-hmm. you know, attending uh, the good rehab classes, they complete that. Yep. So now they're resource uh, remorseful, they want time off, and their docket of previous offenses get split up so the the pardons people have to uh, do a subs- uh, subtraction off their sentences and whatnot. Uh, and this keeps coming up time and time again. So after conviction, this is what happens on the pardons and parole. So this reduces their sentences uh, to a road of recovery. But as you could see, they're repeat offenders, and I wish you would have had really somebody from uh, parole or somebody from the Board of uh, Pardons to come on Mm -hmm. and say just what they get credit for, because with all the money and time spent and putting the victims through trials and uh, court appearances going over and over and over for somebody who's been released early. Um, Why is that? Well, if you have a guest on, like I said, from one of these places, I would like to hear how they get their sentences reduced time and time again. Um, I don't think there should be any bond. I don't think there should be any pleas, plea deals, and no reduction of their time. And for uh, 31 well, years, I don't care what, how not, old he was <clears throat> when he committed, that's a life he took. And yet, somebody has um, support for this guy to say he's changed. My, my other question was that I didn't get to, what is the turnover rate and the success rate of somebody being rehabbed? I think it's point zero zero really, zero zero one. I don't have a clue on that. Why they why they give the reduction in sentences because naturally they a want con people is a to. Con. Well, sure, there's always a con, but also good behavior is something that uh, can possibly keep someone from causing problems in jail and riots in jail or fights in jail. Well, keep them there in jail, not on the outside in the public where people have their freedom. That's how I feel about okay, it. So no. I have no empathy for that person who took a life. Well, yeah, taking a life is one thing, but other people are in jail for other things. And Well... All right, thank you. Thanks for the call. Welcome. So how it works is, yes, for a... Uh, crime that you didn't kill anybody or robbery or this or that so you get a sentence of 20 years I think it's each month for good behavior they'll take three days off that sentence or maybe three days a day a week or something like that and it's uh, kind of uh, inspires 
people in jail. That doesn't mean when they get out eventually that they're going to uh, have changed. But it gives them something to at least try for. And then once you get out of jail, you've got to go to the parole board. And then you have lots of restrictions at the parole board. In other words, if you were drinking and under the influence and you were getting in trouble with that, uh, you couldn't drink anymore. That would be part of it. And once you started drinking, you'd be put back in jail. There, there are all kinds of things. The parole boy, you have to report to them, I don't know, at least once a week, or they'll come to your home. So it's not just you're out of jail. You have to go through all of the uh, parole situations. But hopefully, some will never get in trouble again. And maybe some programs inside the jails can help people say, you know, this is good. I'm learning things. I'm reading books. I'm learning things. I'm getting skills. I have I have art that I can show people. I can write. It's not easy, but I'm definitely against this bond, no bond baloney in New York and California and other states. And I'm also against 16-year-olds that commit heinous crimes should not be considered and tried as an adult. Because how many times do you hear about them being let out of jail and causing more havoc. Anyway, you might want to give your thoughts and viewpoints on any of that stuff. We'll be right back. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. There'll also be local vendors, and this month they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. Eat in the Street powered by Foxwood Resort Casino. Are you in your senior years or caring for a parent or loved one who is a senior? then you won't want to miss this event. Join us for a Healthy Aging, Healthy Living Expo geared to seniors and their caregivers. This free senior expo is going to be focusing on the needs of older adults, people with disabilities, and caregivers. The expo will offer lifestyle tips, aging resources, wellness materials, health info, and resources for caregivers, along with giveaways, door prizes, and healthy snacks. This free expo will take place on Wednesday, August 10th from 9 to noon at Generations Family Health Center in Willimantic. Join the community at this valuable expo. Again, that's August 10th from 9 to noon. Visit genhealth.org backslash senior expo. You won't want to miss out. Brought to you by the Austin Medicare Outreach Education and Advocacy Team. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron, and CountryCarpenters.com. All right, WIC, it was two eighty nine five two five two. I mean, some of the sentences, I believe, are too lenient, way too lenient. And it's always nice to think that somebody can be, uh, change their lives, change their lives and do some good things for other people. And hopefully uh, Mary, who was our guest, can spread that uh, good feeling around. We certainly hope so. 
WICH with Stu, 889-5252. You know, we hear a lot of things like three strikes and you're out and home invasions, you're going to get a big sentence, and then all of a sudden you don't hear that anymore, right? You're about home invasions, and then you hear about small sentences, and you say, what a lot of baloney. And in California, they had three strikes and you're out. Now it's gone up to about 300. Got to stick to it. So what's happening with Dear Abby these days, huh? I have been in what feels like a war with my grandmother. Really? She always took care of me and my younger brother and sister. She was there when we couldn't be with our parents. For a long time, I was troubled and into addiction. I admit I lost sight of who I really was. I had two sons I didn't raise. But now that I'm back in a year and three months clean... I'm enjoying spending my time with my son I'm still in contact with. I have always lived with my grandmother. Now that I'm taking control of my life and reaching the point where I'm ready to move away with my son, she's fighting me. She has many bad things to say about my past and a lot of things to throw in my face. After all this time, I thought she would be happy for me. Instead, I am encountering outright disrespect and ugliness. I have always known my grandmother could be hateful, but now it's turned up to full volume. Am I wrong for wanting to be with my son? I'm tired of crying all the time over this. Boy, don't you have to hear both sides of this story? Anyway, this is what dear Abby has to say. Because of your history, your grandmother may be fearful for the welfare of her great-grandson. However, if you are clean, sober, and capable of caring for yourself and your child without her assistance, then it's time to graduate to independence. Tell your grandmother you love her and are grateful for all the care that she has given you, then proceed with the move without burning any bridges, if that's possible. Now, I would have to know what he was in jail for and all of that stuff. (laughs) So these are one of these letters to uh, to Dear Abby that you've got to hear all sides of the story. I want to talk to Grandma. Hmm? Here's another one. I have had a friend for 30 years whom I have helped with advice and money many times. He is often rude and short-tempered. I never expected anything in return, but I have often had to turn the other cheek because of his behavior. Recently, he had a collection of auto parts that he was going to sell. When I asked if I could buy a few of them, he refused because he wanted to sell the parts as a group. I was disappointed. It was the first time in 30 years I had asked him for a favor, but again, I turned the other cheek. I recently learned that he gave away all the auto parts for free to his neighbors. I asked him about it, but didn't want to make a big deal out of it because I didn't want an argument. He shrugged it off like it was nothing. I was shocked because he always has financial problems, so giving the parts away for free instead of selling a few to me was baffling. Should I overlook this, or is it time to end the friendship? (laughs) This guy has turned his cheek so many times, he must have sore cheek. Dear disappointment, the person you have described is not and never was your friend. He refused to let you buy the auto parts because he wanted to charge you more for the whole kit and caboodle. When there were no other takers, he dumped them on whoever he could take. Get rid of them. These letters are fascinating to me. Welcome to the program. 
Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Yeah, I, I heard that, um, lady. Um, pretty, pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad that you can get author, you know, people, you know, that have a certain subject that that they, you know, mm-hmm. know about. You know what? If I was going to write a book, guess what? I would write mine about. You probably already know about farming. No, well, mm-hmm. actually, it's combined. What would it be? Weather. A weather book. Yep, it was. It's gonna. It's. Um. It would be. Um. Uh. There's an answer for everything. Or, guess what I read once, and but it would be about the weather, because I got all kinds of things I have cut out over the years, pictures, articles. You wouldn't believe it, and you add it all up. They're playing around with it. That's all I'm gonna say, because I know people out there don't believe me. I mean, even Keith C. Rice never heard of cloud seeding, which I can't believe because it's been around forever. But, you know, it's, and it has. And farmers had to have it done, like in Kansas and places, when it didn't rain. So, But that's one thing. Number two. Well, how about the places now where they're flooding? Can we stop yeah. the seeding? Can do we reverse seeding? Well, no, it, it's called stop seeding. People have got to get the first series of the book on Amazon. Just the plain word HARP, H-A-A-R-P, two A's in the middle, written by Jerry E. Smith. He gives you from start to finish the whole story from the 1890s on how they cloud seeded. Sue, let me get uh, redundant for just a second. Anybody that throws seeds in an area and it helps to dry things up, and people get hurt by it, should be arrested. Yeah, well, that's what the, the, the whole book is about. You can either overdo it and cause floods, like going on in Kentucky, or you can take it away and you can cause droughts, because there was one part in there where they were watching it on a, I don't know, if, I guess it was NASA, because they could see things from space. They were watching as... Whole clouds just disappeared on the screen, meaning the stuff, the evaporation stuff they sprayed in them really took them away. You got people out there, I'm telling you. Susan, did you ever hear of anybody getting arrested for getting up in the air and throwing seeds down that hurt people? No, because it depends on who's doing it. And the ones that are doing it are not our friends. And But that was number one. Okay, what's number two? Number two. You remember Joey said that on the 4th of July thingy going on at the White House, he said Joe Biden looked great. I'm pretty sure those are his words, right? Well, guess what? My Epic Times came yesterday. Tons of stuff in it you wouldn't believe. Big half-page picture close-up of Biden, and I know why they put it in there. It is not him. And I'm going to cut that pure color picture out. It says July 4th, and I'm going to send it to you. You're going to look at that face, and you're going to say, who's that? That is not him. They have stand-ins. And you know how I know what's going on now? Mm-hmm. They say that there's somebody out there imitating Kamala Harris, and the woman is so good, they're taking her off the Internet because she's so good. And remember that one? I can't think of her name. She looked identical to Sarah Palin. Who was that? That was a girl from uh, Saturday Night yeah. Live. 
And she was James, a great impersonator, and they made her look. Don't forget, makeup can do a lot of things. I know. And who's hanging around the White House? Tom Hanks. If he can make movies that look make war look so real, he can make Joe Biden. You know how another reason I know? That perfect person in this picture has a perfect tan and a tight face and a little nose. That is not Joe Biden. But Susie, I'm going to send you that picture. You can send it to me, but Susie, the power of makeup is incredible, really. Well, it... Uh, not on shortening the nose, unless, had his, as they say, had his nose bobbed, because he's got a long, pointy nose. And that really bugged me. And here's one more little thing. You know the oil that we sold to China out of our oil reserves? Mm-hmm. Well, the Republicans had put forth a bill to block it. Guess who voted against it? The Democrats. They voted to sell our oil to China and other foreign countries. Now, guess what? Here's a good reason to not vote in our Democrat friends like Blumenthal. Well, Murphy's going to go in the meantime later. Courtney and um, Lamont. Because Lamont had, him, had a fundraiser, got him 400 and some thousand at the beginning. So he's an enabler. And Courtney would have voted for it. And I'm certainly sure if they had gone to the Senate, they would have voted for it, uh, if he was a Democrat. I don't know. So I'd have to ask them personally. They're enabling him. And we cannot have any more of these shenanigans going on in our country. We have got to clean the slate in November. And we have to. The stuff that I'm reading about that's going on, you know that Sri Lanka thing? Did you know it was the farmers? That did a run on that, uh, whatever, prime minister's mansion or whoever he was, president's, same thing in the Netherlands. And now Ireland, they're, they're picking on the farmers. The 2030 project of the World Forum, that Davos thing, they do not, they're coming after farmers and they want to take away their land and they don't want them, they want to destroy small farms, Period. And so I'm like, oh, I don't believe all of this ridiculous. This isn't up at times, though. The stuff that is out there, it, it's crazy. And now they're building part of the Arizona wall, okay? Mm-hmm. But, like, the ones I listen to say, okay, well, they're building it. Good. But in the meantime, did they close the one down there around Texas? No, they're building one, making it look good. But in the meantime, they're all flowing in from another spot. So it's kind of, yeah, well, whatever. It doesn't really matter, you know. But, yeah. Okay, I'll buddy. do a little rundown of little minute things, like the fact that they say that that woman climbing through the window on the 6th was murdered. That's a two-page spread. And... They have proof Trump ordered National Guard and Pelosi and the D.C. mayor knocked it down. And so, we know that. That's, that's yeah. news that we've known for a very yeah. long time. So it, it's all in there, but the big old two-page spread. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, thank I you. thank you for letting me say that. Sure. Yep. I have a lull on the line, so I give Susie a little time to uh, express her opinions. You're welcome to give yours. With the well, we got about nine minutes till two at WICH. If you haven't called this hour, you're in the air. Welcome. Hi, I'm sorry to bother you, hon, but 
I just came home from Groton, and I wanted to alert your listeners that I-95 South is backed up as far as the eye can see. Well, you're not bothering me at all. It's very important information. You can help people go yeah. another direction. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Did you see any accidents? Well, obviously, there's something that's Yeah, happened. well, somebody, I, w- I was in Groton, and somebody said that there was an accident, but... I mean, thank God I got off before mm-hmm. I got off on Coleman Street. Oh, good. But yeah. you could see as far as, mm-hmm. I don't know how far it goes. So everybody be careful. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us. It's important You're you did. very welcome. Bye-bye. Take care of yourself. We appreciate when our listeners, uh, you know, if you're, uh, there's a traffic jam, an accident, and uh, report it to us. Give us a call so we can let you all know about it. Maybe save you a lot of aggravation being stuck there for 45 minutes or longer. Summer is here, and that means longer daylight hours and more time spent at the beach, in your garden, and on the playground. All of these activities increase your exposure to harmful UV rays. Reduce sun exposure between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Wear a wide-brimmed hat. Wear tightly woven, loose-fitting clothing that covers as much of the body as possible. Wear sunglasses that include a warranty stating they provide 100% UVA and UVB protection. Liberally apply sunscreen to expose skin 15 minutes before venturing outdoors. Then reapply at least every two hours. Have fun this summer, but remember, safety first. This message brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. We welcome you to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, Stu. Hey, there he is, Mighty Marvin. Hey, I'm around. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I've been busy, but I'm around. Good. Um, just a, a couple of thank yous. Um, uh, Dodd Stadium on Friday night. We had Military Appreciation Night, and we had a great time. Oh, good. I'm glad it was a good uh, turnout, and it went well. It was a good turnout. It went well, and and the Sea Unicorns actually won a game. <laughs> All right. Well, that always helps, right? <laughs> it was four to nothing. Oh, uh, good one. Good couple one. Couple home runs. Let me tell you what. You know, it, it, it's so much fun to see the kids, um, especially you know if, if somebody hits a home run because some some of these kids. They pay total attention to the game. That's what I did when I used to go to Fenway with my dad. Mm-hmm. We'd sit on third base. I like third base dugout, uh, and it's the visitor dugout. And a lot of people say, well, why, why do you want to sit on the visitor dugout? And I'd say, so I can heckle. <laughs> oh, you were one of those hecklers, huh? You can't, well, you can't do that anymore. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, because we used to, like, heckle referees and, and heckle uh, <laughs> the visiting team, but boy, they'll throw you out of the park now. Well, it all depends how you heckle. Yeah, <laughs> there's heckling, and then there's real heckling. You know what I mean? Well, okay, so so you know, like if there's a bad call, you just kind of like yell at the ref, like, "Where's your eyeglasses?" You yeah, know, yeah, well, they're you used know, to that stuff. You know, yeah. what game are you watching? You mm-hmm. know, it's, I mean, you know, it's it's good, clean, fun heckling, yeah. but you can't even do that anymore. But that's okay. Um, but uh, but we had a great time. They really, they really provided us with quite a nice evening, and we had a great ceremony on Saturday for the Korean War veterans. And I'm going to go into one more thing coming up, August the 13th. 
And that is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. At Ocean Beach Park. And that is Veterans Appreciation Day. And if you've never been to that, you really should try to make that. Because they put on quite a good event. Um, they, they do a great job. They do a great job with that. They do a great job with Alzheimer's. I'm a member of Alzheimer's Association. And um, that's in September. That'll be later. Uh, and, and actually, it's in the, like the third week of September, the third Saturday, I believe it is, this year. But anyways, they do a great job of, of putting on events down there. But um, that, that's, that's going to be a great day. And it's a Saturday, August 13th. It starts at 10, and it'll, it'll go all day. And uh, come on down. Now, let's get serious here. Let's get serious with Marvin. Brought to you by, what have you got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like Sue. I've been, I've been doing some research on the effects of the COVID shutdown on our children. And now experts are coming out, and I'm not going to name all the experts, but there's many doctors are coming out and saying that we did the wrong thing. And if you remember two years ago when we went into this, and, and I'm a non-vaxxer. Yeah, okay? I know. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I am a non-vaxxer. Although I have more vaccines, um, you know. Being in the service. Yeah. Not just that, but first aid team, I was a team leader. Um, I had to get a, a number of what are considered real vaccines. These, these are actually experimental mm-hmm. vax. And, uh, and, and, and as a matter of fact, when I got my, when I got my pneumonia, and my flu vax earlier this year, I had a reaction to them. And I spoke with a doctor about it, and he says, oh, yeah, that's common. Yeah, it happens. And it yeah, does happen occasionally. Yeah, it happens. But the thing is, you know, like, well, what if I died? <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, okay, so you died, okay? But the, but the bottom line is there's been a lot of research right now and how we're going to recover from this with our children because right now they're saying they're 19 months behind the... No, a lot of kids are way behind because of uh, the isolation and uh, virtual. i got to run. I'm getting hit uh, by the clock. I see it. See you but later, buddy. The thing is, I just thought I'd bring that up. All right, because, thank you. Because um, I think it's very important. Okay, thanks. Because education is important. Yep, thank you. Yes, it's important. And I think we should be back to the basics in school, right? Doesn't sound like uh, something that should be difficult. Let's go back to the basics. And then your parents can talk to you about the other stuff. Or you can take classes in college or later on when you're older and you can have discussions about it. I can't get started because I'm out of time here. And I work myself up. In the meantime, please 
Send a little kindness around and lots of smiles. All right? And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. I do see a lot of kindness every day with some wonderful people, so it's still out there. I want you to know. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. Now we're on FM2, 94.5, W233DB 